What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Players Club Podcast, episode 116 in your spleen. Didn't have a word to rhyme with that. Don't love that. Don't love, don't love that that's where I went with it. Fun fact about gonna... me, at, mm-hmm. age, at age 13, I had an enlarged spleen. Caused me to miss Jim, which, thank you, spleen. <laughs> the one time the spleen does something good for you, you end up missing Jim. I respect that. That's a very weird story. I never told, well, actually, I think I've told the story somewhere on the internet. I'm not sure where. I'll never tell you about the time I almost got hit in the eye with a wire hanger. No. <laughs> I, I think I, I remember that. <laughs> Fair enough. Long story short, uh, several years ago, I was in like either fourth or fifth grade. And my little brother, he's eight years younger than me. So you can imagine how young he was if I was that age. So really, really small kid, really small toddler. Uh, Didn't want to take a shower one night. So or not a shower, a bath at that age. So he's running around the house. He's, you know, trying to evade our grasp. Uh, Mom's trying to run after him. Eventually, I jump in and I'm like, all right, I'm trying to catch him, too. He goes in somebody's room sees a wire hanger on the floor and throws no. it at me in retaliation. And instinctively, I just like cover my face right where he hit. Like, oh, dang, you got me. And so I just hold it on there just for a prolonged period of time because I'm just like, that hurt. <laughs> but like, it, it wasn't that bad. And so uh, like after about like 10 minutes of just holding my hand there, I pull my hand down finally in front of my mom, who at this point, my mom was like, my brother had already taken his bath. Like literally the whole time he was in the bath, I had my hand up there and she went back and she was doing my sister's hair, which is the thing she was doing before the bath thing. And in the middle of doing my sister's hair, I take my hand off. She looks up. She's like, oh my God, you got a gash on your head. And I'm like, what? And I look at my hand. My entire palm is red. And I'm like, oh Christ. <laughs> so they take me to the sink to like rinse it out. And it's still like, huge so they're like fuck we got to go to the emergency room so i got liquid stitches that night and people asked a lot of questions the next day at school they're like uh i was up until 1 a.m because it took them a while to get to us and do the stitches and all that shit because this happened at like 9 p.m so yeah it was a lot that was a fun story i still have the scar uh on one of my eyebrows from that uh so yeah if you if you have small children maybe keep plastic hangers in the house and sell all your wire hangers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's all i can really say but yeah fun story we're sharing our uh, t- tales of childhood medical things <laughs> that's mine oh boy but in any case that was a fun little breaker of ice there um well hey i'll tell you what al oh also i didn't introduce either of us hi i'm emmett Watkins jr also known as ej161 joined here today by alan muir hello again <laughs> so I decided to change my pronouns again. Oh, okay. What are uh, what are we going with now? I'm kind of been leaning to, um, he they he they as in like interchangeable between both of those. Yeah. Okay. Ma- mainly mainly for my family because they, they like I'm, I when I when I decided when I told them about this in the first place they. One one family member said um, that they weren't gonna make just. They were one said, "Don't I, I understand?" One said, or bunch said, uh, "We're happy for you," and one said, "I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not abiding by that." Oh, 
wait, some people actually said that? Yeah, I won't say who, but this person does not is not um they just didn't get it at all. No, this person I I don't I don't want to I don't want to You don't want to like put them on blast. Yeah. I understand. But I just it's, yeah. Just just this whole thing is just make things easier for myself and then, and my family. Okay. All right, that's fine. If you are if you are happy with that, then we can all abide by that. That's fine. It's more about personal comfort and my perspective is everyone has to get on board, but I also understand that like, you know, some folks have a harder time than others. So, um if do you would you prefer for us to continue using nay on this show or or is it just either way is fine? I will say to you, I'll say to you what I I've told what I've said to everyone I've I've told about this because I still haven't told my uh, certain certain parts of the family that or my my family haven't told. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel comfortable s- s- call, use whatever pronoun you feel comfortable with. Okay. It's no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, that's not a pronoun, is it? I don't think. No, I that's was... no, that that is very rude. How dare yeah, you? it is very rude. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I I think. That joke might not even be worth it because I don't even think that applies. <laughs> well, of course, it doesn't apply because you're an actual full person, but like, I don't think no, that's a pronoun. It, it, it's, it, it is not a pronoun. Like, yeah, that's. I'm just bad at grammar. Yeah. <laughs> an, indi- an indictment of the American school system. Yeah, well, <laughs> there you go. To think I majored in English, what the fuck's my problem? Um, it's funny. I, I stopped using participle phrase. I stopped knowing what that shit was like three years ago. So it is what it is. Um, in any case, though, uh, we got a good show for you today. I'll say that to you. Um, speaking of, I, I had a really good transition from the oh. wire hanger thing to be like, well, thank God I didn't die like Stadia. <laughs> well, what well, are you about to say? It's, it's fitting that um, either today or tomorrow is uh, Yom Kippur. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'll be doing it. I'll be. I'll just look in the mirror and do the Mars Kaddish. And and in for Stadia. Oh, <laughs> well, that's nice of you. Give it some type of, I don't know, noteworthy send out. <laughs> oh boy, I'll tell you what. There's a lot of people who wouldn't quite agree with the idea of Stadia being anywhere near anything holy. <laughs> a lot of people look at that as a cursed service, but. Um, I, I, I don't know if you sh- if you saw um, there was a tweet that was going around mm-hmm. about how like you, it, with Stadia launching like you th- it was it was one of those it's a shame that they don't, that they didn't take advantage of so this this and that hmm. like if it had only hit the market right when these things were happening and so really every all three things happened like it was, like parts were running short on uh, like semiconductor stuff um consoles weren't weren't being weren't weren't like as a, there weren't as many as many consoles in production as there are normally because of covid yeah and just i had fun I, I, I left my ass off <laughs> i can i can imagine i'll say that hey the the supply constraints haven't been affecting everybody i saw um the I was about to say Stadia again. Good God, uh, Steam Decks. Uh, those things are people are One getting million. their order emails instantly. Damn near. One million have been have been shipped. Yep. Yeah, I saw that tweet. One million has been shipped, and I even saw some people replying to the tweet like, 
hey, I ordered my Steam Deck this time, and then it came later the same day. <laughs> like, as far as like, oh, your order is ready, you can pay money now. Like, it seems like I don't think I don't think Valve has announced that they're planning on doing this at any point. But it seems like they're making so many Steam Decks that they might push back the reservation system in favor of just a go here, buy it, and it's on the way soon. Um, Which would be, be really cool. I don't, I don't know if, um, like, I don't know if there's, there's, there's a certain Amazon feature. I just, like, an Amazon Prime feature I just got, I, I became aware of recently. Mm hmm. That, um, the overnight delivery. Oh, God. That's, that's <laughs> too much power. <laughs> yeah. Like, imagine paying, paying the money, getting it, like, but the next morning. <laughs> Good God. That's, ugh. I, you know but, what? But be, on one, yeah. To be fair, if it's something like a PS5 or an Xbox, or if it's a Series X or a Series S or a PS5, I don't think I'd want it the very next day. Yeah, like I'd want to get some some stuff, like some some games and stuff before mm -hmm. getting it. Oh wait, I couldn't I couldn't do that because I had to get a damn digital PS5. <laughs> oh damn! Well, hey, the hard drive is gonna be massive, so or. Actually, the hard drive included is going to be massive. I only have five, bad. three or four PS5 games oh, uh, installed man. on my PS5. Have you been keeping up with the deals for the uh, M2 hard drive? It's pretty good. Uh, well, as I, I think I think I mentioned this before, I'm I'm still dealing with issues with my with the S with the internal SSD on my my on my own my computer. Oh, so you gotta probably replace that first. Then gotta replace that first. Gotta find find a way to get a 17 terabyte drive. I can put all my stuff on, so I can just reduce the amount of core, like USB cables going out. Mm -hmm. I'll say, stay tuned for um, because you know I follow Wario. Everyone should be following Wario sixty four. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Best Buy, they'll have like the the giant hard drives that you have to like plug externally on top of plug it into your computer. Um, oh, I, I have I, one of those. I've got like yeah. I've got like three or four, maybe five of them. Oh well, then <laughs> excuse me. Um. Yeah, in that case, yeah. Uh, are, do they all have stuff on them? Uh, yes, they all have stuff on them. Uh, I have one that I camera. I don't don't know where it is right now, but it's stuff I had like basically like a, everything I had from before uh, I lost. Like it was one of the few things that survived um, Hurricane Sandy, mm -hmm. and I found this thing like a, a year or two ago, and noticed. Oh, this. I wonder if this will work. Yeah, it still works. At uh, ten years later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's very fortunate. Yeah. <laughs> I really. I got. Now that you're making me think about it, there's one hard drive. Actually, the hard drive that has. You remember when I did that charity live stream for twelve hours, like two, three years ago? Was that the one um, with the Sonic fan film or the fan dub? Yeah, we watched the Sonic dub halfway through it and just to hang out, so I didn't have to talk for twelve hours completely straight. Um. But yeah, that that live stream, the archive for that live stream is trapped on a hard drive that I can't get to work. <laughs> like I plug it in and it recognizes there's something, but then I click through to the files and it just doesn't show anything. So it's not that it's wiped. It's like it will load forever because it knows it's trying to pull stuff up, but it just can't go. So I need to figure out if there's a way to recover that stuff because there's more than just that on there. There's like random videos and stuff I've made from the past like decade or so so i really need to see if i can get it working i i i um 
I'm just also dealing with the, with a similar thing because the VGU hard uh, the the external drive I've designated as VGU, mm-hmm. which I've had for at least four or five years. Oh no, it's on the fritz as well. No, not quite. I ha- I I got a or I was I was planning on getting a five terabyte one to replace it, like just move everything over. Oh okay, but. I had, to, I had to pay off a bunch of, um, long, like, I had to pay off some Christmas stuff. Ah. Uh, I had to pay off, um, Pokemon Violet. Oh, okay. Yeah. You get ready for that busy season that's coming up. And I, part of me, part of me wants to, um, buy, uh, got, like, part of me, part of me wants to, like, not buy any, like, do the whole, like cut off, like I'm not buying anything new, like anything new. Like I'm not, I won't, like, I'm not gonna buy God of War Ragnarok. I'm not gonna buy a Last of Us uh, remake. Basically, hmm. just do what Josh did, do, do his whole backlog. Okay, that's that's healthy. Love to see it. You already doing better about it than me because I keep buying Steam games for some reason. <laughs> I don't need anymore. I mean, technically, yeah, but if you look at the the stuff that I like, the games that I've been playing, like the two, like. The first game, and then the second game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got an interesting list here. <laughs> I'll say that much. Actually, only one of them is interesting. The other one you recently talked about, but we'll we'll get some updates on it, I'm sure. I, I did um, actually save myself some money, about $44, by canceling hmm. a pre-order. What pre-order was that? But let's just say we, it, I would have done sooner, but I couldn't connect. Hmm. I think I know what you're talking about. I, it... I sh- it's a, mm-hmm. it's. A, I'm not gonna name this the game because we're gonna talk about that. We're saving we're saving that whole thing for game of the year. Ah, oh, okay, all right. In that case, excellent. All right, we'll save that. We'll tease folks a little bit, y'all. Come back in a. I was gonna say a couple months. Maybe it's more than a couple, like four months. Maybe it's ten right now. So maybe like January, February time. That's when we'll do game of the year stuff. We still gotta like hammer down because we know all our categories but we've got to hammer down like when are we recording those podcasts because that's always the busiest time of the year for this website um in any case uh yeah speaking of which uh i i can't think of a elegant segue to stadia anyway long story short stadia died um literally and here's the here's the messed up thing about this i i need to go to anchor right now and look up our list of podcasts because it wasn't that long ago where I invited uh, Aaron over here to talk about Stadia on the podcast and all the other cloud gaming things. And then here they go fucking dying on us. <laughs> Don't know why they had to go and do that. That 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 is a reference to a TI song. Um, yeah. Uh, God, where is this episode? We recorded it like two or three months ago, I want to say. So it was before 100. I don't know. Please continue. Okay, so I actually made two technically two lists. There was obviously the one that I, the first one, uh, um, that was the only one that I made it through from the first list. Mm, okay. So when, we get, when we get to the, so when we start talking about what ones we we were going to we, we chose, I'll bring up I'll go back to said said go ones. back to that list. Yeah. Okay. No problem. No problem. We'll uh we'll get there in just a minute, but <clears throat> yeah, uh, I I finally found that episode. Literally, we put this out August 10th. August 10th, we were sitting here talking about the current state of cloud gaming, and we were over here talking about like, oh yeah, all these services exist, but Stadia 
seems to actually be solid. Like the technology works, the ecosystem exists. <laughs> and whether I don't, none of us like that you had to buy games for Stadia, but you know, it, it, it worked. The technology worked and that's what kept us there. And here we are a good two months later, uh, maybe a little more and it's over. It's over. Stadia is gone. Stadia will be closing this January. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the death of Stadia. And we're also going to talk about some of the gaming services that are going to join Stadia in heaven <laughs> come no, January. No, no, the other way around, the ones that Stadia is going to meet in heaven. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Stadia is going to meet in heaven. Um, I thought you were going to say the other way around. They're all in hell. Uh, <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> but um, no, no, that's 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 by the safe for Luna. Dude, I, I really need to. I've tried. I've said it before on the show, literally on that episode. Uh, I want to see if Luna can work ever because God damn it. I can never get it to work anywhere close to stably. Um, so, yeah, it's. Uh, it's it's weird. It's weird. We're going to talk about all the weirdness right about now, I guess, because we're at the topic of the show. Let's go ahead and cut it off right here. Topic of the show is Stadia is dead. And here are all the corpses in that graveyard with it. Um, so, yeah, Stadia died. Uh, let's go ahead and look at this article that I have in the doc to talk a little bit about the more fine details. This article is from GameInformer.com, written by Wesley LeBlanc. Uh, shout out to Wesley. He's a cool guy. Uh, follow Sean on Twitter. He's a cool dude. Um, yeah. So here are the details. Stadia is shutting down its service. You'll no longer be able to play any of these Stadia games in the cloud uh, after January 18th of next year, 2023. Um, you won't be able to access the Google Stadia service at all. And they are doing refunds, which is kind of good. And I'll explain why it's kind of in a minute. Uh, any game that you purchased on the Stadia store, uh, so anything you spent actual money on, that will be refunded to you. And then also, if you went on the official Google store and bought the Stadia hardware, so like the Chromecast controller bundle that they were giving everybody at the beginning of this thing, they will repay, they will repay you for the money you spent on that hardware as well. Uh, so yeah, that's good. That's nice to see that they're giving... Uh, refunds to that the thing they're not giving refunds for are people who Brian, bought... say again I, I saw i saw something in i think it was a kind of funny group or the giant pump group and they were they were saying that oh yeah Uya's not not who yeah that's actually that that's one of the things i was gonna bring up oh okay so this is an nvidia thing you said no it was in a um it was in the it was either kind of funny or giant bomb facebook groups and they're like uh -huh. the uh like they they posted the link that Stadia was going shutting down and they're like mm. and wow they're even saying um they're even saying like full on uh, refunds and they're like that post post ends and then then there's an edit it's like damn you can't buy anything right now and re get a refund <laughs> that's a great point yeah they, as soon as they announced this they did shut down the stadia store so you couldn't even buy a game to get a refund i guess they they do that so you can't like run up the numbers and buy every single stadia game on the store knowing that you'll get a refund later i think they just do it to protect themselves from having to pay more money than they already paid because 
because I, I was literally listening to uh, the Jeff Grubbs podcast. Uh, I think it's called Game Mess Mornings. Um, yeah. They were talking about this Friday and they were like, yo, it, it's crazy that they're doing refunds, but it's probably cheaper than all of the legal trouble that comes from the fact that you bought this game and now you can't play it after three years. And same thing for the hardware and all that other stuff. So, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I need to. OK, I keep seeing more and more tweets about people getting a Steam Deck and turning over and getting their order confirmed within a couple hours. It's making me think I should go back and get like the highest tier one instead of the 64 gig one I have, because <laughs> maybe I don't have to wait that long if I do that. I don't know. Maybe I'll think about it. Sorry, that's besides the point. Anyway, so Stadia, they're not refunding people who paid for Stadia Pro. So people like me who sat there and let my $10 a month go every month because the collection of games they were giving away were pretty good. I got stuff from Lake from that subscription. I got stuff like Wavetail, which I've talked about and I love. Uh, stuff like Grime, like these types of games that are really, really good. And not only are the games pretty good that they were giving away, but they give away like seven games a month, like something crazy every single month. So uh, it ended up being worth it. In fact. I canceled my Stadia Pro subscription. That is true. I, once I realized I wasn't going to have this shit anymore, I'm like, they're not going to take another $10 away from me for games I can't even touch in a couple weeks uh, or months, I guess. But my subscription is still active until the 14th. And according to the press release of the closing, apparently if you had Pro as of the day that they announced it was started or it was closing, then you're going to have pro until the thing ends. So they just give you a free two extra months of Stadia Pro, it seems. And if that's the case, great. But also, if that's the case, they're not adding any games next month, right? <laughs> like, they already, uh, they already announced the October lineup, but, like, what the fuck are they going to give you for November and December? Like, they're not giving you shit. So this subscription ain't shit right now, in all likelihood. That's not confirmed, but all signs point. Um, so, yeah, so that's one thing I'm a little annoyed by. No refunds in the Stadia Pro subscription, but I suppose that was always paying access to a library. And then once the library is gone, they stop taking your money. So it is what it is. Um, and so, yeah, they're winding this. They're winding this down. Uh, everyone and their mother, including me, even though I put money into the platform, we all saw this coming. We all knew that Google they are the type of company that likes to shoot big. They like to shoot for the moon. And if it doesn't hit the moon and it only hits like an asteroid, it's, it's a dead. little bit away from the moon. Here's the thing. Yes, it's dead. It's dead. But Google is the type of company that kind of irks me because they don't, they don't care. They don't like the idea of incremental improvement. <laughs> they have to be, they have to immediately dominate a field or it's not worth it to them. And especially when you talk about video games and the video game industry and the fact that, <laughs> oh, my God, I have a lot of things going on in my throat today. I keep coughing and swallowing and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, um, when you talk about a field that Google is not known for being a part of ever, they are not in the video game space at all. Um, it's very what the fuck is going on? Uh, it, it's very strange. Sorry, I saw something on Twitter that kind of concerned me, but it's nothing. Um, it's just strange to see them get into this and not want to sit there and learn. And I also say that a lot of these publishers and developers in the games industry that have already been here totally like 
I'm not gonna say extortion, but low key extortion for for Google and all these prices. Because I don't know if you saw the articles about Google having to pay Rockstar and EA and all these other companies, Ubisoft, like tens of millions of dollars just to get access to the same games that PlayStation already had, that Xbox already had, like Red Dead Redemption Two. To get that on Stadia, that was t- like at least ten million just to get it on Stadia, not even exclusive content or anything. Same thing for, you know, all of the FIFAs, all of the Maddens, uh, the Assassin's Creeds, all of that stuff. It's just like, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I'm sure that only happened because the the big wigs at Google who made these deals, I'm sure not much of them, if any of them, had experience in the gaming industry to understand how this shit works. And, you know, they have to build these relationships. And it seems like they weren't interested in building relationships and were just interested in throwing their money around and then when that wasn't enough and people were like all right why are we gonna play this here we can get stadia or we we can get stadia or we can play destiny anywhere else literally um it's 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 crazy it's just crazy to see where they've gone it's crazy to see how fickle they were where they had all these big plans of like oh we want billions of users within the first year or two and here we are year three and they have so few users that giving a refund to all of them ain't really going to hurt their pockets much. <laughs> so you can only imagine how much this is, how much of a, not that this is a massive loss, but it's just nothing. Like it made so few waves that revoking it is not going to make that many waves. Now I will say for the people who put money into it, yeah, you're getting refunds. For the people who put time into this, I feel so bad. I don't know. Did you see there was an article going around of a gentleman who put 6,000 hours into Red Dead 2 on Stadia. No, I don't see that. I, I feel, I feel, I feel, now I feel bad for that poor soul. Yeah, I, I feel awful, especially for something like Red Dead 2, where part of the fun might be coming back to that world after you've already done stuff in it. Yeah, and just rediscovering the whole world and finding something that maybe you didn't, or finding or doing something that you didn't do the first time or second time or third time you played it which i'm gonna bring up when we get to what we're playing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's definitely it's something that hurts and you know i even me i'm trying to look for the only game that i have like outstanding that i haven't even touched or that i haven't finished in stadia is grime uh i played a lot of grime back in the day but i just put it down for whatever reason and wanted to come back to it now my progress in grime is in question now i did see there's uh there's some type of workaround where through Google Takeout, you can Google Takeout as a website to download all of your Google data if you just want it off the internet before you delete an account or something. But you can download your game saves off of Google Takeout from Stadia, but it's not clear how to put those in a different thing. The article I was reading said that some games will rec- some Steam games uh, will recognize the save from the Stadia version if you drag it to their folder. I haven't been able to find the folder for Grime. <laughs> Because I did buy it on Steam because I'm like, I need to get my progress over if I can. Haven't been able to figure that out. Um, so I just restarted it on Steam Deck, which I'm not talking about that in what we're playing segment, but I did restart that. Uh, and yeah, it's just just big question marks here. And all of that is just the consumer side, let alone the devs. There was a developer who had what this all got announced on September 29th. On October 1st, they were supposed to put out their game on Stadia. And then it just gets the entire platform gets canceled out of nowhere. It's not like they can just put it out anyway. There's no store anymore. <laughs> like 
this is just a big shock to so many people. You have other devs that were working on Sadia, and now all that work is for nothing. Um, and even the people within Sadia themselves, they found out like a few hours before we did. Literally, they had just did an update to the UI of Stadia, and they were all in the some of the devs were on the subreddit, like, ah, oh, hopefully you enjoy uh hopefully you enjoy the thing because we're really proud of this new UI. We'll we'll be making tweaks in the coming weeks. And now there are no coming weeks. <laughs> As I really loudly proclaim that. Good God. Um, so yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I have pro games to claim. Drawful too? I have that for free on Steam from years ago. Anyway, um, that's Stadia. I, I don't know, because I feel like I'm the only person who like has a history with Stadia, but Al, is there anything you <laughs> want to say about this? I know it's a rotten situation, but it's something. Um, I actually, uh, I, first I actually want to ask if you, if you saw what Ubisoft is doing. Um, in relation to this Stadia? Yeah. Uh, nah, is it like some save transfer stuff? Yeah, like they're saying if you have any, we're allowing you to transfer your games, your, your save games to, um, Ubisoft, uh, Connect or Ubisoft Club, whatever their thing is. Mm, okay, which yeah. I, which I think is a, a really, really nice thing for them to do for the people who have any of their games on Stadia. Yeah. I was, I was actually gonna, I still don't know about, whether or not this game is coming to uh, PC at all, and it's a game that Graydon mentioned when this whole this whole thing happened, uh, Wavetail. Yes, they they did announce a couple weeks ago, uh, or not weeks. This is several months ago. Wavetail is coming to both PC and console in the near future. They said nebulous near future, so it could either be this year or next year, but it's definitely coming. It will not be stuck on Stadia because that is one game that I played that last year as well, and I really like that game. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be making it off at some point soon. Um, it, I'm trying to think, is there any... I mean, Grime is the only other Stadia exclusive I can think of, but Grime at least was on Steam, so we have a way to play it there. Um, I want to say... See, here's the thing. I'm trying to like look through... The list of games you can't even look at the store anymore so i can't sit here and be like oh what's a stadia exclusive there's no tab for it because there's no store to look through it um yeah there there were only like a handful of stadia exclusives like stadia quote-unquote console exclusive where there, there just wasn't much on here to begin with and also let me point out how much money were was google really throwing around there's no call of duty on here there's no activision anything on here like, they could you imagine if Warzone was on Google Stadia and you could just pick up and play for free on your phone from anywhere, the full Warzone experience at a nice, you know, 60 frames or whatever? People would go crazy over that. That could have been crazy for them, but I they think, didn't want to make no, that connection. I don't, I don't, I don't believe, I honestly don't believe that a phone, a phone, yeah, data connection would be able to support the amount of memory needed for warzone true i i you, you probably know, wouldn't be yeah that, go thing, ahead. that thing is a black hole of data yes it is one of those things where if would you play this on like a 3g or 4g network god no not even a 5g network i would say but like if you had decent wi-fi it could serve the serve it could serve the same purpose that stadia or that steam deck does right now where most people even though a lot of people do do this but most people aren't going to take their Steam Deck and just play it in the mall or something. 
most people either have it hooked up in an airport where they can get to Wi-Fi and all this stuff, or they're like just in bed. Just I don't want to sit at the desk to play a PC game. Let me play it in bed. Let me play it on the couch, and this is a good way to do it. So or or mm-hmm. having it just sitting next to the wall, having it plugged into there. <laughs> that too. I mean, hey, it it depends. Uh, if if you don't want to sit at a desk, how about staring at a wall <laughs> with or, this thing in your hands? Or or my case yesterday. Um, just you, normally I wouldn't play. I I don't. I'm not. I don't play my use my uh, Steam Deck while I'm trying to, like, I'm getting ready to sleep and all that. But the wind has been howling at my uh, window. Oh, boy. Because I've, I've had a, an AC in there for at least six, six seven years now. Mm-hmm. Here you there. Actually, no. Actually, no. Closer to eight or nine. Uh, uh, hmm. The area I had the Steam, my, I, where I placed my Steam Deck was and still is very freezing and a very cold temperature. But thankfully, hmm. it's not getting to the point where... It'll mess up the system. Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, what the fuck? Oh, God. I just saw something. I saw a spoiler for Black Panther 2. I shouldn't have looked at that tweet. Um. Anywho. You know beware Emmett, of Emmett, Maybe you should close Twitter. Yeah, I'm probably going to close Twitter. It's, it's, it is both it's, ruined and distracted me enough today. Yes. Oh, I mean, boy. I was, I was going to ask if you, like, if you want to change the topic of the show for... The news that broke this morning. Wait, what news broke this morning? Uh, fandom acquisitions. Oh, they, yeah, I, you know what? I only saw that like five minutes before the show. <laughs> so, like, I wouldn't have had time to even do that. But yeah, 8 a.m., that did hit. I, I will say, I saw um, TL uh, tweet out a response to someone saying, like, saying, um, I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm just trying to look for so and so for Chrono Trigger. Why am I getting this this full page ad for Hems? <laughs> oh God! Yeah, that's something that I'm sure a couple people worried about. It's gonna be. I was I was gonna make a uh, I was gonna reply add it, like, reply to him with a similar tweet saying <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure out how to be, how to do this thing, this quest in Dragon Ball Kakarot, but I keep getting scre- uh, screen junkies ads. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully those sites don't go downhill now that they're owned by fandom. But I don't know. I feel like fandom. I don't know the reputation that fandom has, but because fandom is a company that already owns a bunch of other websites, I have to imagine that. Because, like, some of these sites will be owned by just a massive conglomerate that knows nothing about a website and just doesn't give a shit about how it's supposed to be run and will just ask questions when the numbers are low, not understanding how traffic works. Well, you know, like Fanbyte. And that scares me. But fandom, at least they have familiarity with how to run a website, whether or not they will let these websites run like they've been running anyway. We'll see. Hopefully everything works out over there. But, um yeah, I all I can do is be hopeful. I can be doom and gloom about it, but even then I don't know I don't know enough to know why I would be doom and gloom or even to know why I'd be positive. So I'm just gonna be neutral until I understand more of what's going on there. But I will yeah, say shout though, out to that news. hmm Them getting uh I think is a comic fine. Them getting is, oh yeah. That's that's a big that's a big get. Yeah, that is that is a, like, that's a big big data bank. Yeah, cer- certainly. 
And like, you know, I know Giant Bomb specifically, big old databank. So bingo, bingo, boingo. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Maybe, perhaps that'll be another uh, another feature or something. Not a feature. What is it? Another topic on another episode. I was trying to figure out the word for topic. Good God. <laughs> In any case, uh, yeah, we're as far as Stadia goes. So long story short, we've talked enough about Stadia's closing and the fact that it's gone and the fact that I'm out 140 something dollars because I paid for Stadia Pro to not reimbursing me. And that's the um, thing. I was actually thinking about it, like before all this all this happened. I was thinking maybe I should maybe, maybe I should give Stadia a try. Really? You were I, on the I, way there? I was on my way there. Like I was on, oh, on my no. way to that, to that hill. Which now uh, I, which now I was actually going to try giving Luna a chance. <laughs> you know what? I I said it on the cloud gaming episode and I'll say it again. I I can try it again later. Luna has never worked. Like I have booted up Luna, I have tried to play it, and I think I tried Blood Rain Two. It was free on Luna for a certain month, and it, it was just stuttering all over the place. My controller wasn't really recognized. Like it was just a shit show, and it makes me think like, would it work if I bought an actual Luna controller? But then I stop and I'm like, Stadia works with anything. Like what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> so yeah, it, it's just it's fucking stupid. Um. So yeah, ho- hopefully Luna works. If you want to try Luna, be my guest. Um, but we'll see. It seems like Amazon is maybe willing to spend a little bit more. Mo- Actually, you know what? I'm not even gonna say that because didn't Amazon put out that one like what is it? The the third person shooter with the characters, the MOBA, and then it was in playtest for a while. Then it came out of early access, and everybody was like. This needs more time in the oven, and instead of putting it back into early access, they just canceled it entirely. Yeah, I was, I was, I was worried that that was going to happen with New World. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, for the right know. time. I mean, I don't play it as much. Like, I'm not, I'm not like the devoted fan of the game that they're they're trying to get get in, like get get, in, get into the whole thing. But I was enjoying what I played. Yeah, I mean, New World is a game where the the difference is. New World, everyone was playing it. Everyone enjoyed it. There just wasn't a long enough tale for people to play it forever. Where in the case of that other shooter, who I'm not even remembering the name of, that MOBA we just talked about, people didn't care when it came out originally. They just didn't care at all. So it's like, whatever. <laughs> it, it it exists. So yeah, I, I just don't know what to do about, you know, I don't know what to do about that. But I did want to ask this question here, which is kind of the main brunt of the topic. Um, Stadia is gone. It's going. It's going to be in heaven from now on. I want to know: Are there other things, other services in in gaming's history that you're also going to miss that are dead now? Um, I have two here that I want to talk about. You have two here. One of which I'm like, did you actually use that, or am I just stupid? Um, and I, so I'm, yeah. And in this, like my, my phone's uh, notes page. I mean, I made, I've, I have like six, but two of them t- may may not count, oh. and one of them is already is already on, like those the one I instantly grabbed. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, cause I I'm gonna, you know what? How are we gonna start this? Let's. I'm gonna go ahead and ask this. I'm gonna just ask from up front because we each have two that we're gonna talk about here. You you actually used on live? Yeah. <laughs> 
you are the only now i feel like we've talked about on live on the podcast before i just didn't remember that you had actually partaken in on live i'm pretty sure i got if i remember correctly i yeah they ceased in 2015 i i used it in i used it back in 2011 wow with my uh laptop i that i would use that i, I like at my high school there is a uh there's a room like I was there's like a room you can go in for study hall or other stuff. Yeah. I decided that I was gonna I'm not screw it, I'm bring my bring my computer computer one day. Here you go. And I just tried to tried to my my laptop wasn't the best and I I was like, oh, I'm gonna play I'm gonna play some uh Arkham. Arkham Asylum. Damn, and it, it, it ran it ran like shit. <laughs> That's what I remember. I remember that on live was it came about way before anyone had the internet speeds for that to be feasible. Like yeah, even it, now, sorry, go ahead. Um, yeah, it on live like the the uh the company was founded in two thousand two thousand nine, and yeah, I think they came out with the product like what a year or two later. Yeah, it was available through PCs, mobile devices, smart TVs. Then the as well as a, a console like device known as the on live game on live game system. Yep, I remember that little box. If I have the Wikipedia up, I'm looking at it right now. L- no way. I am looking the pictures on uh, Wikipedia for the on live console. They look like they're taken at a Goodwill. <laughs> like it's just the shelves that they're using look like the shelves at a Goodwill. Like did someone just see this and said? You know, it's a good time to update the wiki. <laughs> Holy hell. Yeah. And, uh, you, you'll never guess this is actually going to lead into something. That this, this is actually on live actually has a pretty, pretty like important. Like it's pretty important that, that it exists to begin with as uh, on live. On live's patents mm-hmm. were bought by a certain company and that became. A certain thing. Wait, what did this become? Uh, GeForce Now or something? Yes, now. This is guy. Oh yeah, this is this, this guy. Guy came out of this. Yeah, huh? yeah. That makes so much sense. <laughs> I don't know why I, I'm surprised by that, but yeah, that is that works on paper. Yeah, and Gaikai ended up being. I don't know if Gaikai itself would have caught on, but just Gaikai got bought by Sony, and Sony repurposed that into PlayStation Now, and. Now that's PlayStation Plus, and they're still kicking to this day. But I feel like even Gaikai is being misused as a strong word. But I feel like Gaikai's technology is more powerful than Sony really wants to do anything with. I think they bought them just to have a reason to keep these PS3 games working in the future without having to actually port stuff natively. Even though that's all people want. People just want native ports and... That's another thing. We could have made this a topic as well. The fact that don't remaster anything unless it's older than like five years. <laughs> and all these PS3 games are going to die on the fucking vine because no one wants to plant a new seed. So, um, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I plugged back in my PS3. So, well, 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 because I, I, uh-huh. I found I found um, I found all my like ps2 to ps3 uh, like remasters 
Oh, like, okay. I found like the Ratchet collection, the Jack and Daxter collection. I found the Prince of Persia HD collection. I have that too. I was just about to say Prince of Persia. And I'm like, oh, howdy. And I realized I can get Parasite Eve. The store, the store still works. I can say, oh, still yeah. Still, I, yeah, I guess. I, yeah. Make it happen, Captain. I mean, I'm going to keep it real with you, Chief. There's no trophies, there's no gameplay tracking for any of the PS1 classics. And you also have a Steam Deck, so you can make it easier on yourself if you'd like to, but I am not going to complete that entire analogy all the way through. Folks you're, can figure it you're out. You're talking to the same person who went to the charge of their long dead Vita to bring it back to life to buy Legend of Mana on Vita. Because <laughs> I read because a certain song that I love is not in the remake. You're making solid points. You're making great points, actually. And I will reflect <laughs> on my thoughts on these later on. Um, yeah, I you're you're making a good point. Playing our original hardware is valuable still, but I don't know. Uh for for me, especially, you know, doing all the stuff I've been doing with my Steam Deck, interacting with classic games on the Steam Deck is so much more novel to me. Even if, you know, going back to the original hardware, hey, I have my PS3 plugged up right now. Is it plugged into the TV? Different question, but it's definitely on. <laughs> the light is blinking right now. So whoop-de-doo on that one. Um, so yeah, uh, fuck, what, what were we talking about? Oh, so on live you played, it was bad, it didn't run well, but you miss it nonetheless? Like, were, were there features or something about it, or is it just more of a strict nostalgia thing? There were, okay, so there were certain things I, mi I miss about it to this day that I liked as a feature. And then there's there's a certain feature that I didn't like at all because it's just not it's not even close to any part of who I am as a person. Mm. And I'll go in reverse and we start with the thing I the thing I didn't like about it. Or okay. The thing that made me want made me uninstall it, but apparently I still through through one of the external hard drives found it on live um like I think either shortcut or f file. So I don't mm. know about that. But okay. I found there was a, there was a feature that that was part of on live that I think it's that is it was a feature that is basically it was basically Twitch before Twitch so basically Justin TV oh <laughs> so so you could play like say you're playing Batman Arkham Asylum or you're playing something else you could what you could like and you could have people watching you play the game or you could watch people play a, another game. Hmm. And they, and the thing, the thing actually I really miss because they're really they're really not there anymore. Are demos? Yeah, that was on live. One of those things where like you could technically demo anything, and they just turn off the service after ten minutes or whatever. Yeah, like I I was hmm. at an age like I was when I first tried it. I think it was I think it may have been two thousand like. Maybe in 2009, 2010. Yeah, that was when I first tried it. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And you were able to just like boot up the beginning of a game and just play through for like I don't know, probably half an hour. Yeah, there was a um, there was like a like a monthly fee of like fifteen dollars. Hey, more than Stadia costs. <laughs> and then yeah, there was a um, I, I, no, I, I'm I'm I'm, I'm wrong. 
actually 2010. There was they had the online game portal, so you could, so you could um, it was a free free way to access games for rental and demos, but without the social features. Oh, that's weird. So you couldn't like stream the people and all that stuff. Um, yeah, you can like it, it was before like Elgato's were prevalent when it was mm-hmm. like when it was, when people were still using uh like hot hogs. Yes, I remember that. Something I did not. I didn't. Uh, it's been a long time since I've, since I've said that. Yeah, Ma- it's hog. been about it's been about maybe twelve years. Uh, last time I heard the word hop hog was while watching a T Martin video in like two thousand and seven. Goodness. Yeah, because I I used footage or I captured footage for the Battlefield Three beta way back when. God. You're you're better than me. I didn't. I don't think I had a capture device until like my first Elgato HD, whatever it was that year. I've the amount of money I've spent on capture devices. <laughs> I can imagine. I try to just get one and forget about it, but if one goes faulty, you know how that goes. But yeah. In any case, yeah. On live, I, I remember when on live came out. I remember it sounding really interesting, and then looking at the requirements to stream. I instantly was like, oh, there's no way I'm ever going to be able to do this because this is what, 2009. So I just moved to this city. Uh, I live in, I live in, I'm going to say near Atlanta for people who don't know, near Atlanta, Georgia. And I, we, in our house, we had dog shit internet for the longest time. I remember when I first got my laptop and it was the first time I could play like actual PC games and downloading Portal took half a Christmas day. It was bad. And even before that, like I had a PS3 and all that stuff. And on PS3, downloading anything was just a fucking hassle. Like, I think I got my PS3 2008. um, And it was faster to download things before we moved here than it was when we got here. And then later on, we upgraded. But for a couple years, man, I remember a slaughterhouse, one of my favorite rap artists, uh, rap groups. They're no longer a group now, but slaughterhouse put out a mixtape and I was like, oh boy, can't wait to listen to this mixtape. I went to datpiff.com, download this mixtape and it did not work. It didn't work. And this is before they had cell towers that covered our house really well. So what I had to do because the Wi-Fi was so slow, I drove down to the Kroger parking lot down the road where the cell signal was a little bit better. And downloaded this fucking mixtape and then went back home to listen to it. It was bad. That's back when I had a van, too. This is before my mom's white truck that I used to drive. And before I have the car that I have now, I had this purple minivan that was the family van before it got passed down to me. And Jesus Christ, that was that was a struggle time period in my life. That was like high school. <laughs> anyway, on live, rough time uh, with the connectivity. I know, you know. Internet infrastructure wasn't like that back then. It still isn't great now, but the floor has been raised, even if the ceiling is still very, very low. Um, so yeah, that's a piece on live. Yeah, RIP on live. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I, it's just mm-hmm. crazy in the 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 wiki for it. On April April thir- April third, twenty fifteen, on live announced that it sold most of its assets to Sony Computer Entertainment. And we'll be shutting down all server services on April at the end of April of that of that year. Damn! Can yeah, you imagine? Sony basically just took their stuff and shut them down. Basically, mm-hmm. the episode of Simpsons where Bill Gates buys Homer's stuff and just 
destroys it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's one thing because even with the Stadia news here, that feels super sudden. Just getting your shit like the same month they sold it, and um, and weeks later, all your oh, no, 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 no. This was like, this was like well after they shut down. This was uh, about it was about three years after the first they first went went under. Hmm. Okay, didn't know that <laughs> they re- they relaunched in March of the pre of the previous year of 2014. Okay, this and makes sense. They they uh yeah it's it's weird how I at that point I was totally phased out of like I totally didn't care about on life anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll t- it was exciting. I'll say that there was a it, honestly on live hype and Ouya hype very similar. <laughs> Where there was a weird like excitement, it felt like a brand new way to play, a brand new thing. Then it came out and it was just fine. <laughs> and if I send you a link, can you put it in the housekeeping? Uh yes. If you you can put it in the doc or you can send it in chat. Either one. Okay, because I found I remember uh, VG found original GG, original VGU founder Josh Mobley. Uh, remember he was really excited about getting like he had uh, backed. The uh, Kickstarter for the Ouya, mm. <laughs> and well, I'm about he to see what's up with this backing the Ouya on Kickstarter. I'm about to. Oh, they made a review. <laughs> yeah, Josh made a review. He. Oh no. Yeah, I think he he ended up saying it was like the worst hundred dollars he's ever ever spent. <laughs> uh, I. You know what? Even in my young and relative naive age of however old I was when Ouya came out. Um, I could have saw that one coming too. Just like with the Stadia stuff, yeah, I could have seen that. <laughs> yeah, if you want to see that Ouya review, you can check that down there. But yeah, on live, I, I, I don't want to say you will be missed, but you will be remembered at the very least. So, you know, take that, put in your pipe and smoke it. Um, one of the services that I have on my list here that I actually do miss, uh, PlayStation Home. What is there to say about PlayStation Home that hasn't already been said um, it, on this podcast, too? Uh, I miss PlayStation Home, man. And at the end of the day, I feel like PlayStation Home was pretty much what the metaverse is trying to be now. But novel. Where right now, Facebook is trying to make the metaverse a thing from a business standpoint. It, they are very obviously like we are trying to make a new place to give you more ads. Because not enough of you are on Facebook anymore, and it's making our investors scary. So we need a new place to get more users into so we can sell them ads and make our investors happy. So I feel like PlayStation Home was more of a cool project, more of a cool side thing that PlayStation was working on. And it feels like the thrust behind it was more innovation than like business interests and marketing. Um, And they had these very cool things where... You can boot up PlayStation Home, and if you find a group of friends on there, they implemented the feature later on where you can carry that group of friends into whatever multiplayer game you were going to play. Hey, everybody, let's get together. Let's play some Killzone 2. Let's, get, let's play some Warhawk. It was a cool little hangout session, which is something you don't really have on console gaming anymore. You have stuff like VR chat on PC, and even Rec, Rec Room is something that's on all consoles now that is pretty good, but... Rec Room isn't that popular. VR chat is limited to PC, of course. I feel like Fortnite is the closest thing people have to just like a 
let's all get together and just hang out in a game together and we're more talking rather than playing the game uh but home was that from the bottom up it wasn't there was no real point to playstation home there wasn't really a storyline or quest or unlocks or anything like that but every now and then say again playstation home there is no comparison (laughs) (laughs) exactly i would say playstation home was pretty much like it was like second life for consoles and if you remember second life or even what is it i mean second life second life is still around that is true second life is still around i perhaps i could go play second life but i think i'm too intimidated by everything that is second life now it's like how do i say this it's like trying to play Final Fantasy 14 now. <laughs> like, not saying that like they had similar arcs or anything. No, no, no. But... I, I, I can, I, I can say amen to that because I tried. I did try once they allowed people back into the pool to, uh, like, to go, like, to try the game. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Like back when they released, they had like a tri- trial, like a, like a, one month trial period. I jumped in, had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> Played play maybe five minutes. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's very intimidating, very confusing, very concerning to new players. And Second Life was a lot like that. Um, and even like other games, like I, I had to look it up to remember what it was called. But this is another one that was getting marketed around that Second Life craze. Um, I am VU. Do you remember this one? I'm VU. Sounds familiar. I I remembered it as like. It was another Second Life type of PC social interactive game. But I remember them all being like TV characters. I looked it up. The logo is the same. The character designs look way closer to like like PS2 PlayStation Home. <laughs> like that type of model where they're kind of low poly, but they're much more like actual humans rather than these little chibi approximation of like anime character humans. Uh, I remember that being popular as well. But PlayStation Home was kind of like in that vein. And the cool part about it was they gave you an apartment. You could put furniture in the apartment. You could spend real money on little digital furniture and digital uh, clothing to put on your character. You could have drip in the game. It was cool. And they had all these other mini games that you could play. I remember they had a mini game for the Uncharted 3 subway promotion (laughs) where you could like, yeah. They had... um... They even had sports stuff you could do, like, like a. Um, That's I true. It, I think it was either ten ten shot challenge, where it was like me and Javon. Talking about like I, mini game sports. Yeah, like you had to hit the time, perfectly time the button to get to get get a good to get a three points, like to get a um shot in. Mm-hmm. Me and Javon played that one night after after recording episode of the the uh, Zitchcast. Yep, and. And he was like, "You motherfucker," because I <laughs> because I want I beat him at at said game. <laughs> yeah, and they had a bunch of them. It wasn't just that one. They had darts. They had bowling. They had a whole bunch of other stuff. And then like the Uncharted one, the Uncharted mini game was straight up a third person shooter in PlayStation Home, where you just shoot little targets and they'd give you like a five dollar foot long to put into your apartment. It was <laughs> it was stupid, but it was also kind of fun and novel in a way that. I don't know, the 12 or 13 year old Emmett really, really resonated with. So, yeah, there's, I miss PlayStation Home, man. There's also the Dead Island um, mini games in, in Home that I've brought. I think I'm pretty sure I brought up before on, on the show. I vaguely remember this. I, oh, 
What was it? Just like you, you beat up zombies or something. I remember it being something small. Yeah, it was like a, a very small, self-contained, and its own thing, like mini game where you're you're trying to think do it's either wave survival, or you're just you're just beating up beating up zombies. Ah, yeah, yeah. I I remember for not every game, but a lot of games had some type of PlayStation Home integration. If it wasn't. Uh, if it wasn't straight up a mini game event that you could go to like a whole space to play, they it would it would be something like Batman Arkham Asylum to go back to the on live antidote that you had. Batman Arkham Asylum, if they if they recognize trophy data from that game on your account, you would unlock the Batcave. And so my apartment in PlayStation Home was the fucking Batcave, <laughs> and I had all my little I had my couch in the middle of it. I had a little. There was some little big planet two game in PlayStation Home that you could play. I played that and got a big old statue for it. So my big ass little big planet statue just sitting in the middle of this dingy cave <laughs> right next to the Batmobile. Uh it, it was just super wacky and super silly. That's where, that's where it stands to this day. Yeah, it if if it was open. Sadly, the server shut down a long ass time ago. I want to say like 2010, maybe not 2010. Not, that's a little early. Yeah. I think maybe near the end of PS. PS3's life. Yeah, maybe somewhere around 2012. That sounds better. Um, yeah, I'm looking it up right now. I'm on Wikipedia. Uh, it came out 2008. Good God. And it has been closed since 2015. So the PS4 was out <laughs> for a minute before it actually shut down. That is crazy. Uh, they had 41 million members by the time it closed. Uh, and yeah, I just have so many fond memories of PlayStation Home. The fact that the the ui was you whenever you would like open up the menu in game they used to take out like a sony ericsson phone but at some point during development it was a psp you would take out to like fiddle with your settings little stupid silly stuff like that it was as a dumb nerd who just liked all these stupid little meta games and whatnot it was really fun and it was also you know people talk about it to this day the the dream was let's get a trophy room where it can display all your platinums, all your rare trophies. You walk into someone's apartment and you just see their actual, not physical trophies, but like a a, manifest, a manifestation of their most prized trophies. And that would have been really cool, especially for me where I actually really cared about trophies growing up. So it would have been a cool way for me to show off the fact that, hey, I got the platinum in this game. Infamous one is a super easy platinum, but it took me so long to find these blast shards that I have pride over that platinum now. So <laughs> look at this, everyone. Um, so yeah, PlayStation Home, you will be missed. Uh, I'd like to say that it got repurposed into something else and it became something else, but no. PlayStation Home is not a thing. That that two, I think what 199 I spent to have the podcast be on certain PlayStation Home. All that money's gone. Any dollar that I dropped into this game's gone. I didn't drop a lot of money into PlayStation Home, but I did drop a lot of time. So, hey, it is what it, it is. What it is. Um, I'm just looking through all the, like, random shit they had. They had a lot of... Like, there, was, there were actual games within PlayStation Home that had sequels. Like, there were MMOs. There were, like, arcade games that had, like, multiple versions. Like, what is this? Sodium? It's not sodium. Where is it? Yeah, sodium. There was sodium and sodium 2. And it was sodium was a game within PlayStation Home. And then the sequel came out and it was a free to play game on its own as well. 
that's fucking see there was a lot of weird cool things going on playstation home but it's all dead now so who cares (laughs) r.i.p um in any case that's playstation home i miss it dearly uh but tell me about the second one because i this one makes more sense to me this is the one where i saw that and i'm like all right this tracks on live is the one that threw me off but tell me about this other service that is oh i I thought i thought you're referring to this one yeah i i recognize that too and i'm like oh no we're we're gonna get there because like here's the thing everyone remembers the death of the one you're about to talk about and every i i hear so much about people being sad about that no one talks about on live so the fact that you listed that i'm like wow but yeah please continue um yeah was that is that gonna be that or the gamefly streaming one that they had for a while i didn't realize gamefly had streaming that makes so much sense maybe gamefly should buy the tech from stadia <laughs> no be like, perfect i mean they they uh they shut they shut that their stuff down like four years ago true but what if they tried it again with better tools or something i don't know i'm just thinking out loud <laughs> um mine is virtual virtual console because fucking nintendo killed it yeah r.i.p and I'm saying this is someone who's who's solely going back to Nintendo in terms, in terms of gaming and time investment. Hmm. I mean, I have I I have put in nearly one thirty hours of Pokemon Shield, hmm. but to be in my in my defense, a lot of that was spent for doing doing the uh, post game or not the post game, the stuff for the post that's going up. Sometime, sometime this month. Ah, uh, okay. In that case, I can give you, you know, I can give you some leeway there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. A virtual console is a damn shame because you know everyone loves. I feel like what everyone loves about Nintendo most is their classic games. Where yes, people love their current franchises and whatnot. But with the exception of something like Splatoon and maybe something like Bayonetta, most of the games people like for Nintendo are iterations on the games they played as a kid. So the fact that you couldn't get access to the games that you played as a kid after Virtual Console shut down, that that just sucked. That was a bummer. And it was kind of understandable because, correct me if I'm wrong, Virtual Console was something that was on the Wii and the Wii U, or is it just the Wii? Okay, so it was on Wii, Wii U, 3DS. There you go. Hmm. And everyone, every, like before the, when the Switch was... Like in, in in between Switch being announced and released, there was there were people were ch- chattering about. Oh my! I think I think they're gonna I think they're gonna add G, uh, GameCube games to uh, vir- virtual virtual console on on Switch, and we were oh. all waiting. And then nope, we get the Nintendo Online. <laughs> hey, we we won't let you play them natively, but we will make you pay for them even though you can play these things natively very easily. And it's proven by the fact that I played Geist on Steam Deck not too long ago. Um, well, I mean, there, you can still, there's, there's one thing you can do on with, with, uh, with Nintendo online that you can't do with the w- way you're playing uh, Geist. Oh, uh, play online. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the best thing. The only yeah. really good thing about it. Good point. But, I'm going to keep it real with you. With the exception of maybe something like GoldenEye, which I understand multiplayer is kind of the point. I can't think of a single Nintendo game I would want to play online. Like, once again, Splatoon 3, we're not including that. But Mario Kart. 
Like, Fair. I'm not a Mario Kart person. <laughs> well, I, that's more I mean, of a me problem, though. I mean, there's still that event. There's the that eventual uh, Super Super Smash Brothers uh, thing that we're that we're gonna that we're, that we've been talking about doing for a while now. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's another good point. It, even case, Smash Brothers, I'm not the biggest fan of, but I understand the appeal. <laughs> I have not. Like I guess as as I mentioned on a previous episode, maybe long ago. I've not played a Smash Brothers game since N64. Wow. That, you know what? Can't even say that feels blasphemous because I own, I sure I own, haven't. I, I own the mm-hmm. current one. Like I, I bought it and didn't, I, I, I cared so little about it that I, I bought it on eBay without like as a, bought it loose. So <laughs> no, no, no case or anything. Yeah. Bought it loose. <laughs> just a funny sense yeah it's yeah it's strange going like going to price charting.com going how much is how much okay i'm looking for pokemon so-and-so what, what what are the best offers well if you look for a complete in box it'll be this this extraordinary amount of money but if you're looking for a loose reasonable you, you, you're in luck <laughs> exactly uh gotta love collectors uh but yeah we'll we'll see um yeah for for the virtual console thing that that does sting just because you know that was a cool way for people to play it natively especially in the case of the 3ds that was a good way to take those games on the go with you now with this new streaming service that they have with nintendo online it's like yeah they have access to these games but number one you have to be subscribed so it's no longer pay 10 bucks for the original ninja gaiden it's pay 10 bucks every month or i guess now it's what 15 I'm not sure what the new tier is where they added like I think they added in 64 games to it, but um, pay this money every month to get access to this rather than to get the game in perpetuity. Uh, so that's always unfortunate to see. You never want to see that getting traded out to be the case. But uh, yeah, virtual console. I understand why people miss that. Uh, I think it's a shame that we lost out on it. And also, yeah, there's a there's I have a certain thing I want to turn What's the word? Certain grievance on the air because please, I just please. I discovered it through um, Nintendo through the virtual console. And while you air that grievance, I'm going to get a drink. But please continue. So, Pokemon Bank, which is something that I I before I found out that Nintendo was would be shutting down the shutting down the eShop and the virtual console and all that, making it virtually impossible to play games and all that. I bought, I think it was December of last year. I spent about five or six dollars on a one-year, like license for for Pokemon Bank, and yeah, the fact that there's that, and then 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 there's Pokemon Home, which is three twenty-five, every like three twenty-five per month. That is the that is like the only option. Like you, you can have to pay. Three twenty-five a month, or you could lose all the Pokemon you have saved. God, wait, three twenty-nine is in three dollars twenty-nine cents. Three dollars and twenty-five cents. Okay, whoo! I was about to say it's technically it's two ninety-nine plus tax. You know, you know what? I will give them props for the fact that that isn't that cheap, or that is pretty cheap. Like, I mean, you know, with Pokemon, Pokemon with a bank, it was like six dollars, and you're set for for a year. Yeah, that that is a bit of a extra cost when you put it in that perspective. 
that does make sense but and with the since mainly every, most if not every pokemon game that was on handheld was on or with 3ds all the games that were on game boy game Boy color were on 3ds uh virtual console if you downloaded say like the gen 1 or gen 2 games you could take pokemon from those games put them in a pokemon bank and then transfer them to pokemon home oh okay which is by the time i realized it, it was way too late <laughs> and like since it's, the weather's complete crap right now i or it's been crap since from being since for, for the past 12 hours it's been been just it's unpleasant to be outside yeah i decided so I, I thought i should play some pokemon i mean i should play some pokemon next since it's i have it i have it automatically nominated for what took so long for game of the year mm-hmm. here you go probably a good reason to play <laughs> and then i realized but i have to play pokemon diamond so i can do that that feature that i was i kind of backed myself into a corner with Oh no! <laughs> and then I so realized content. Oh, but I, I'm not done with Brilliant Diamond either. <laughs> You've lined up too much Pokemon for yourself, my friend. Uh, the way I, the way I'm, oh, and also I haven't finished Ar- Ar- Arceus yet. Oh my god! Yeah, you really gotta just you just need a solid I, month I, of I've got like, Pokemon. I've got like seven missions left, and then I'm done with the game with the game. Okay. Like okay. technically, I'm in post, I'm in the post game area, but there's still like it's post game, but they but still incentive to finish the story. All right. In that case, you're you're doing okay. You're not as far behind as one would think, I'd say. But yeah, you're you. Those are rookie numbers. You got to get those numbers up, pal. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's another reason. Uh, you got a lot of these classic games, a lot of these classic franchises, and then they become harder to carry your stuff forward into new games because a technology is advancing all the time of course but b they keep up obfuscating the ways in which to bring your pokemon into other games and bring them forward and whatnot so that's a little frustrating um not completely virtual console related but close enough i'd say just nintendo weird stuff i'd say um but yeah do you mind if i just mention Mm -hmm. like certain like the games the, the games i was able to get through a virtual console on 3DS? Please, yeah, that'll be a good way to wrap up this part. The trading card game from 1988. The tra- like the actual Nintendo trading card game before they were a video game company? No, no, the um the Pokemon the the video game based on based around the Pokemon trading card game concept. Whew. Okay, cuz I was like there's no way you claimed that. How does that work? <laughs> uh Pokemon Crystal. Okay. Pokemon Blue and Red. Pokemon hmm. Yellow, Pokemon Gold and Silver. All right, I like that. And then, so all Pokemon games. And it, it's it's not just like a, a Pokemon machine for me. It's <laughs> I got also picked up uh, Zelda Oracle of Age, Ages and Seasons, which which hmm. is, like considering the price they go for now these days, I lucked out. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. You definitely got away with that. Uh, I was gonna say get away with murder on that one, but that seems a bit extreme. <laughs> But and yeah, the thing I is, see, though, yeah. mm-hmm. so like with all with all the Pokemon games, like X, Y, or at least Sun and Moon, there's like Ultra versions, like Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, which basically just added in post game content. Mm-hmm. I forgot which 
at one i forgot which which game i was which of the four games i was play, i progressed the furthest in and two for every pokemon game that i had like that i had saved data in like, like that i had captured pokemon in or partner pokemon since mm-hmm. capture sounds nefarious these days yeah sounds aggressive <laughs> yeah uh if I go into Omega Ruby, I'll notice. Hey, I have these Pokemon in my, in my Pokédex as as caught, but they're not. I don't. I don't. I don't see them. Where are they? Oh, I moved them into Pokemon Home. Uh. <laughs> like, like they don't. They don't tell you that you're. Or they don't. They they don't make it that, like very easy to realize. Hey, once you once you do this, there's no going back. Yeah, that's that's a little rough. I put. There's no reason it should be like that where you could just say, oh, here's a backup. I have a I, this lineup that I have right here is backed up in the cloud somewhere, but I can still go forward with that lineup and like do other stuff and then make a new copy of the save. It, it's just weird, antiquated ways in which Nintendo thinks. No one, no one likes it. <laughs> Every weird Nintendo's weird Nintendo decisions is a meme for a reason in the kind of funny community. So like. Yeah, it is what it is there, but also the yeah. whole thing about Nintendo driving people to piracy. Wait, oh, driving them to piracy. Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> or, or not, not necessarily piracy, but emulation. Yeah, emulation is the better thing to say. Where if I can't play it on your hardware, I'm gonna play it where I can, and oftentimes that is on a PC, on a phone, on a Steam Deck, whatever you want. Uh, on a PSP, if it's 2006 and you really got a lot of time in your hands, so. Or, uh, or a Vita. Or a, true, on a Vita too. But even though there is a scene for the Vita as far as like emulation and stuff, I have never gotten into it. I watched like a couple videos, but I ultimately was like, if I really want to go crazy with that stuff, I'm going to do it on a platform that doesn't have sentimental value to me. <laughs> and the Steam Deck is that platform where I'm not breaking anything on Steam Deck. I can still access the original thing. If I did all that on Vita... Goodbye, Bubbles. Goodbye to that whole how that system works and accessing the PS Store and all that stuff. It's all that all the time. So, like, yeah. but yeah, you're right. The reason I don't like the reason I, I part part like I primarily don't want to want to do like emulation and stuff is just the fear, not the fear of Nintendo or the fear fear of God. Just like. <laughs> It just feels wrong, like because it's. I could just pay the money for for the cartridges. Yeah, like, it it it's definitely one of those things where yeah, you can always just pay the money, have the cartridges, know that you have that physical item. That is always preferred. But usually, what I come through with emulation is, I am usually only trying to emulate a game where acquiring the physical things to get it is not feasible for me like here's a, here's an example um i'm not going to talk about this later because i'm not going to give a steam deck update this episode because uh, that i don't that, that'll be me yeah you'll give one which is cool but um i recently played i don't know if you remember this uh bmx biking game downhill domination on playstation 2 uh, oh yeah yeah i remember that one there you go yeah um i played i had that uh as a kid growing up i played the shit out of that when i was a kid And randomly, I got nostalgia and said, I'm going to play it. So I put it on the Steam Deck and I was playing it. I'll tell you right now, there was no way I was going to dig in the attic or not the attic in the shed to see if I can find that disc. There's no way I was going to spend between 10 and 20, maybe even 30 if it's rare 
dollars to get it shipped from eBay and then wait a couple days. There's no way I was going to. I have my PS2. I hooked it up recently. So it's not like in a box somewhere, but there's no way I was about to unplug the Xbox or the Steam Deck or the PS3 or whatever to plug in a PS2 just to play some downhill domination for a couple minutes just to get a taste of some nostalgia. It worked so much better for me to take five minutes to download it, put it on Emu Deck, get everything going, and then boom, I have it on a handheld and I've gotten it out of my system. I'll tell you right now, don't know if I'm ever going to play downhill domination again. But messing around with it for like an hour last night, that's exactly the nostalgia hit that I needed. So you could get it for you yeah. can get it for like eight but eight bucks on eBay. Oh well, it's eight, eight bucks. But once again, I can play it in three days after. Oh wait, wait, no, no, turns out wrong. It's a it's a demo disc. Oh, see right there, demo disc. I think I actually played the demo disc, and that's what got what got me into the actual game. But yeah, I. I just don't want to do that for certain games where if I have that itch of nostalgia, it's not always feasible for me to be going on eBay and finding the thing. If all I really want is a quick hit and I'm not going to touch it again. Um, so yeah, for that's really where emulation hits for me uh, and where I've been finding the most use out of it. I actually did the same thing with um, I haven't played it yet, but I watched the Matt McMuscles video about Alien Resurrection, the video game. And yeah, I, I thought I, I've always wanted to play that game. Yeah, me too. I always wanted to too. I got it running, so I'll see about that game later on. Just just because I just want to see how that turned out. Because from all the reviews, they're like, "Oh, the controls are bad." Turns out they have the exact same controls that every first-person shooter does today. It's just people weren't ready for it yet. And so, yeah, I definitely want to investigate that and see what's going on. But woo we? We'll 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 talk about that one later on, perhaps. But. Yeah, as far as this topic goes, Virtual Console, R.A.P., all the Pokemon Bank stuff, R.A.P., Nintendo making good decisions for their old games, (laughs) R.A.P. Pokemon Bank still is, I think that that has some more time left, as opposed to, like, the Virtual Console or uh, an eShop, which are just dead at this point. True, true. That makes sense, yes. So, yeah. Well, future R.A.P. It's like, uh, fuck, what's that song? Have you ever heard uh, Jesus is the One by Zach Fox? <laughs> yeah. Long story short, you have you? I think I have. Oh, wow. Okay. For for those of you who haven't heard it, it's the, literally the song starts, R.I.P. Betty White for when she died, though, because you know it's coming up. That's Pokemon Bank. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to that, I suppose. Um, the last service that I want to give a, you know, I don't know if a shout out is the right word. But um, an RIP mention here uh, on my side, Sony rewards with trophies. Um, now, I have to say with trophies specifically, because I'm about to double, triple check this right now. Pretty sure Sony rewards still exist. Um, I am about to type it in. I'm actually pretty sure I have points to spend in Sony rewards right now. So I'm oh, about to. Damn it! I realized I realized I could have put in a better, like a better one instead of on live or the virtual virtual console. Oh no! Something like a reward system like this. Technically, yeah. One versus one hundred. Oh, dude, that would have been perfect. <laughs> I just think of thought of it now, like because it ran for like one or two years. Wait, only one or two years? Yeah, it, it they they tested they, they they were testing it in like late 2008, maybe 2009. Like they were testing it, they were beta testing it out of in Canada, 
So like people are making Canadian um 360 gamer tags or ga or game account game accounts. Yeah. And playing it that getting into the beta that way. Do you willingers? And I while while well, you while you uh search, I'm gonna find find the the uh the thing that Josh Josh wrote about his pitch for uh bring back one verse one hundred on yeah. Xbox. What that is one thing. I never had an Xbox when that thing was popular, but I would love for that to come back. If only for like a few weeks and then it's gone again. Like I would love to be a part of one of those. That just sounds really cool. But uh, yeah, I, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, I'm on SonyRewards.com. And yes, SonyRewards.com still exists. Um, I actually have. <laughs> Funny enough, looking at it, I've earned points recently. Uh, my mom went and bought. So they give you points for spending money on Sony products. It's like the reward system. Uh, so I got points on here recently from I bought Spider-Man No Way Home several months ago. And since then, my mom bought my best friend's wedding. And because my account's connected to the cable box, everything just went through. And now I got points for my best friend's wedding, a movie featuring Julia Roberts that she likes. Um, and other things here. You know, I bought some PlayStation Store games a while back. You know, this thing, that thing, blah, blah, blah. But what they used to have, they used to have, and this is only for like a few months, like maybe three months max. They had a system on Sony Rewards that would give you points for earning trophies. It would give you a thousand points for 10 platinum trophies, which is effectively like $10 worth of points. They would give you 50 points for, I think, 25. No, they give you 50 points for, I think, 20 gold trophies. And they gave you, uh, I think, 250, so like 2,500 points for, uh, what is it, 25 silver trophies. Uh, and y'all, <laughs> I was racking it up. There were so, once I heard that that was coming, I specifically saved so many games to only play when so i could get the trophies so when that thing kicked in i was getting it like i was sitting here like i had a whole bunch of cheap platinum trophies because this was like i want to say ps4 generation like kind of early in the ps4 generation maybe 2014 or so they did this i was sitting there like all right i'm playing jack and jill dx <laughs> and i'm running through these games and i'm getting these trophies and and for games like jack and jill yes it was a quick platinum but half the trophies were just silvers and golds like there were no there were no bronzes, so I was earning enough. Oh, I, I just remembered they would give you bronze trophies, but it was a hundred bronze trophies would give you like five hundred points. Um, anywho, yeah, I was earning all these trophies and just getting all these points, and it was fucking great. I was buying PSN cards with it. I was getting discounts on games I was buying. It was amazing. And then probably because they realized they don't police the trophy system as well as they should on playstation once they realize that people can just spend two bucks and get these really simple like ratalika games shout out to ratalika they actually ratalika makes some like actual games with artistic merit sometimes but often they're known as the very cheap trophies people um all those games had super easy trophies people would just buy them and if you bought 10 of their games then that's easy like 10k maybe even more points on your account instantly. And so people were just going crazy for that. Uh, I went crazy for it, and I definitely claimed a couple of them. I didn't get the platinum one. I think I was like one trophy away from 
getting my 10th platinum for those points. And then they said, oh, system's over now. Uh, but yeah, I miss that so much that that was a reason for me to keep playing on PlayStation. I'll tell you right now, if they still had that system in place, forget buying Xbox copies of stuff. If it's if it's not on Game Pass, I'm buying it on PlayStation. Even as a Steam Deck owner, I probably still would have done that just to keep those points going. Uh, so, yeah, I, I miss that. That is something that not a lot of people got to experience because it was only around for a short while. And it's a very niche PlayStation thing, but I was all about it. So, and in that, I, yeah, I have, I have some sad news. Uh Oh, it turns out that Josh, I think Josh was planning on doing something with one versus 100. It just he. he so he, he, there was some problem where he he couldn't like he, he had to he had to trash it unfortunately, but there is something he did he did suggest a return for a return of that actually would work and it technically is a game service was a game service HQ <laughs> game room oh wow I forgot wait I forgot about game room is that an Xbox thing as well or is this like the thing that we do on the site. Um, game room was, it was basically, it was like a, it was basically a, 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 a hub where you could play, um, it was, I, I feel it, like it was demos or something like classic game demos. Unless I'm wrong. No, it was, um, art like our classic arcade games. Ah, okay. Yes. I remember hearing something about this and yeah, Josh wrote, he wrote a piece on it and it, it was really good. As soon as, as soon as I saw that in the drafts, I was like. Oh, man, the thing's about to go boom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely a good thing to do. Also, speaking of side note, I, none of us talked about this, but since we're talking about like Xbox things that we miss, remember when you could like just do a group chat and watch Netflix with a bunch of friends on Xbox? Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Yeah, that that would have been fucking great if they kept that going. But, you know, time does different things, apparently. Um, I mean, or, Mm-hmm. There has to be someone out there who misses watching, like having, using the Xbox as a uh, TV box. Like you with know the what? TV, TV tuner. You're right. Uh, you're definitely on point for that. Um, yeah, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's definitely something I wish I had the opportunity to play with more. Um, I think, I think actually, I, I, I think I may have done that at some point. Hmm. Like I yeah. think, I think that's how I was watching. Uh, like when I moved back into my house after, like uh, I moved back in, back into my house after Hurricane Sandy, and like the the first row was just a mess, and the, the upstairs, thankfully, is still preserved. Mm-hmm. I was watching episodes of The Neighbors, that a, a show that was really ahead of its time. Huh. Okay. Yeah, let's, that... just say, let's just say it had an, an influence on my uh, Walking Dead survival instinct review. <laughs> In that case, yeah, I can I can imagine the connections there. But um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I just miss that stuff, man. I, and now I will say stuff like the Netflix watch parties do exist now. They have the Netflix party Chrome extension that you could use to have like a live chat going while you're watching a movie. And also Discord exists where everyone can just sync up on through Netflix party and sync up and all be watching the same thing. So it all makes sense, but eh, it is what it is. Um, yeah. Miss all these things. RIP to all these cool services that existed in the far past, but I feel we've been talking about this topic for way too long. <laughs> We're about to hit two hours and we even, we haven't even talked about the games that we've been playing. 
Uh, so we'll probably accelerate through that a little bit. But yeah, Stadia is gone. And now it will be up there with PlayStation Home, with OnLive, with Virtual Console, and with the Sony Rewards Trophy section. Um, yeah, RIP to you, Stadia. You will not be missed, but you will be remembered. <laughs> is the consolation prize I have given a lot of these services. Anywho, let's go ahead and talk about the games we've been playing. Um, I apologize because we have definitely gone long on that first part. So uh, I'll slide through these a little fast. Uh, so, yeah, the first game that I've been playing, I'm going to go ahead and kick us off here today. Yeah, um, I, I, want, I need to know what this game is. Oh, this first one? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not as exciting as it might seem. Uh, I've been playing Father Forgive Me. Uh, Father Forgive Me. I'm going to look it up because looking at this name here, for some reason, I'm paranoid that I misspelled it. So I'm about to look it up right now. Um, or not misspelled it, just used the wrong word. So we're about to investigate right about now as I search through Bing. Yes, I am a Bing user. Do not shame me. Um, game. Okay, I was right. Father Forgive Me is it. Father Forgive Me is one of those boomer shooters. So it's a first-person shooter. Um, it's not crazy movement based or anything like that it's uh think i don't want to say doom it's it's more grounded you're not like wall running you're not sliding you're not double jumping you're not doing any of that stuff it is very grounded it's like a, a how they explain it on the steam page i'll just say what they say on the steam page forgive me father is a dark retro horror fps set in a comic book style world inspired by the novels of hp lovecraft as the only one left with full senses you begin a journey in search of answers and relief. How long can you last? Um, yeah, I've been interested in this one because uh, I think the name of the YouTuber is Kurt Collects. Uh, he makes a lot of videos on just shooters in general, uh, and his personality isn't unsufferable like some other people who make videos about shooters. So I've been watching him. He made a video about this game. It looked interesting, but I was like, I don't know if I'll ever get to it, but it does look cool. Turns out it was on Humble Bundle Choice last month. So I said, hey, I will be trying that out. And here I am trying it out. Played about an hour of it on Steam Deck, and it's good. Um, it took me a little while to tweak the settings because while it is Steam Deck, I think it's playable instead of verified. Let me see. Yeah, Steam Deck playable. But it plays perfectly well on Steam Deck, controls map nicely. The only thing I had to change was... Uh, the sensitivity felt a little off. And then I realized it's not that the sensitivity is off. It's that there's no auto aim for controllers. Like that's the thing there. You have to turn on the auto aim in the options. And once you turn it on, it feels a lot better. But like I, I was it's not that I was missing every shot, but it felt like it took me too long to line up a shot. And later in later levels, they give you a lot of enemies that you got to fight. And so I need a little bit of assistance there. So once they gave me that, I was good. But the basic conceit is you play as either a priest or a journalist going into the small town, seeing what's up, fighting a bunch of monsters. They give you a bunch of different weapons. Um, and there's like a skill tree as well for all your weapons. So they give you like pistols, SMG, like a three burst rifle, uh, shotgun, of course, all the, you know, all the common accoutrement you'd expect from a shooter. But then as you're shooting enemies, you're getting XP. You use that XP to get skill points. You put the skill points onto your weapons. And then, hey, that pistol you have, 
now you have dual pistols where you can fire them twice as fast, but you now have slightly less accuracy. Or instead of that, you can switch to a different level in the skill tree and say, oh, I'm just going to get a semi-automatic pistol so I can shoot faster and I keep my accuracy, but the damage is like slightly lower. Uh, so it's really cool to see how they change these things. Um, I don't believe there's reloading either. So it's not even a case of like, oh, I got to... It's not like some of these other more modern shooters where you're running around trying to manage your reloads. Here it's just shoot it until you're empty. Um, now, the thing I've seen from reviews of this game, later levels get really difficult, not just because there are a lot of enemies, but they get really stingy with the ammo. You start running out of ammo very quickly. And even in the earlier chapters that I'm in, they haven't been stingy, but it's definitely I'll get to the end of a level and one of my weapons is out and I have to rely on like, OK, I can go shotgun only for the next like 20 minutes because I've used up all my SMG or I used up all my pistol ammo, something like that. So you have that. And then because it is Lovecraftian, you're shooting a bunch of these weird, grotesque monsters. But then also you have abilities yourself. So uh, there's like I think it's called a madness meter. Whenever you have a bunch of blood from enemies all over you, as in you're getting a bunch of chain kills and you're just running through enemies, once their blood's all over you, that kind of increases your madness score and it turns the screen all black and white except for the blood. And it, it's a really cool visual effect. And then they give you these powers that you can trigger once you've gotten enough madness points. And then you can trigger them to trigger health regeneration out of nowhere or to give you a giant sword. And then every time you slash someone with a sword, it heals you for a couple seconds. And just little wacky things like that. You get different abilities depending on if you're the journalist or the preacher. Um, but yeah, it's very satisfying. It does the cool thing I like where automatopoeia pops up if you shoot them in the head. Like it'll say headshot after you get a headshot. Or if you jib them instantly when an explosion, it goes boom. It's it's really cool. It's, it's a really charming little game. I, I shouldn't say charming because it's fucked up. But it's, it's fun. I, I will say one critique. And this is like... Not even a bad thing. It's more of just a goofy thing that I think they would have changed if they could. Remember several, several weeks ago when I was talking about uh, Dead Effect 2 and how the voice acting in that is awful? Yeah. This game, the voice acting is pretty good except for the journalist character. And I knew that with the reviews going in, but I played as her because I wanted to play as a girl. I do that damn near every game that lets me. And... The journalist sounds, it's not that she sounds uninterested. She just sounds like bewildered at all times. And not bewildered in a, I'm looking at Eldritch Wars for the first time way. Bewildered in a, I don't understand basic words. <laughs> and it's very strange to just get that vibe. She, she kind of goes against the tone of the rest of the game. Because uh, the rest of the game is like, it's not serious, but it's definitely creepy and haunted. She is just like stumbling through success. Like the fact that she's a murder machine with this voice is hilarious. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's that's one thing that I'll say is a little negative if you want to call it that. But overall, I like the game. I'm probably going to play through all of it because looking back at the games that I've played this year so far, we got two more months in the year. I haven't played that many games from this year. Like a lot of it has been backlog stuff stuff that i was catching up on and then the stuff that i did play from this year not all of that has been great <laughs> a lot of that has been bad so i want to try and play some actual good games so that i can have a top 10 this year instead of a top five like i do when i don't play anything so 
I'm trying to make it through some more stuff. So yeah, this is definitely on the Steam Deck docket. I will continue playing it and I'll report back with more info once I have it for you. So yeah, any questions about uh, Forgive Me Father that you have maybe? I'm honestly at a loss for words just basically based on the description you gave of this game. Hmm. Like it just sounds like a bunch of random things put together. Yeah, it sounds like something that would just make me go. Uh, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go try. Uh, try uh, Soma. <laughs> you dude, Soma is a game that I've been wanting to play for a long time. I just haven't sat down to do it. In fact, is I feel like I own that on Steam. Nope, no, I don't. Never mind. But I do own it on PlayStation, and I should probably play it one day. And it's verified on Steam as well. I, yeah. but I'm not gonna buy it. I got it on. It was on sale for like five forty two. One Steam Dang. sale, and I picked it up. Like it was around the time I, I just got in my deck, and I was. I think it was. You had mentioned that there's. You mentioned the the pacifist option, or. Uh, difficulty option yeah where you can just turn off the monsters yeah and i i tried it and it was actually first off it actually looks great on on steam deck yeah hell yeah yeah that game's pretty basic anyway so i imagine you know it should run fairly decently but yeah yeah that's so, definitely a good one i'll start with uh the the second i'll, I'll start with uh, dead space because i sort of got indirectly sent there by my vita no, not my Vita, my <laughs> Steam Deck. Oh, okay. I was about to say, like, you're playing this on Vita? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If only. Uh, so I was, I was waiting for something. I can't, can't remember what it was recently, but I was, I was hanging out with my, with my niece. She was watching stuff, like S&P stuff. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. Okay, sorry. I, when you said niece, I was like, are you about to talk about Dream? <laughs> Uh, Actually, I, I did talk to her about it. I asked her how, how she reacted to it. She was and like, "Oh no, he's white." <laughs> no, no, she actually said that. No, she actually said that. Um, she was she was defending him. Oh well, hey, that's good. I mean, he needs some defenders out here right now. But I'm sorry that that whole situation is just the funniest shit in the world to me. It shouldn't be, but every. <laughs> I'm sorry. I pulled up the the picture of the trending he's ugly thing again, and it it shouldn't be funny. It's mean. Like it's super not nice. But it's just so. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine. I like I said on he, Twitter. He doesn't, he doesn't look. He, he doesn't look that bad. He doesn't. He just looks normal. He just looks like a guy. But uh, people have been hyping up what he looks like in their heads for so long that anything less than something noteworthy is failure in their eyes. So that's on them for setting their expectations out of whack or really having expectations at all for just some dude revealing their face. But at the same time, it's just so funny. It's like it, it literally feels like that episode of SpongeBob with, with the bad breath. It, but in real life. <laughs> It's just, am I ugly? Not at all, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Back to the podcast. Please, please continue. I'm sorry. I just thought of that. Go ahead. I was going through different games, like, to try. I thought, it's been a while since I played Dead Space. Mm, Good one. I mean, technically, I played it, I played it, like, a a week or two previously on Xbox. So I put it on... Uh, put it at 
the highest like resolution I could. Hmm. Had the setting the settings were on and high. I I did I think I, I was with with Steam Deck. I don't really care about frame rate. Hmm. Fair enough. Like I'll I'll give that I'll I'll give full attention to, for that to um my Series X and PS5. And yeah. I just realized, like, you know, like no you know the opening of Dead Space where it's like if you look if you look a certain way at the at a sun, the way the the light shines in your in your face. Like in the, in the camera. Mm, okay, yeah, well, kind of like a lens flare type thing. Yeah, I just thought this game looks looks great. Mm. Yeah. Then I um, then mm-hmm. I finished finished up playing it, or I played it for a few minutes. And actually, it's it's not as hard. It was not as not just it's not as difficult as I thought it would be on Steam Deck. Oh, like difficult to run or difficult to play? Uh, to play. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I remember it being pretty smooth. Well, back on a controller, but Steam Deck, you know, plays well. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to uh, reinstall it on PC. Mm. Play it on Steam proper. Okay. And, I, and how's that been? Oh, it's so good. Even better. <laughs> Even better at on, on max settings. at uh, Like a max display, a max, max resolution on max settings. Boy, howdy. <laughs> like, I... I just now like I'm at like I, I think I put in I put in about I put in two uh, nearly two and a half hours so far. Oh, that's that's a healthy chunk. Yeah, because I, I play I, just, I bought the game, never played it on, I like uh, September so, um, nine twenty seven. Alamir played uh, Dead Space for the first time. Dang, so so you never touched it on a different platform either. It's just this is the first time ever. No, no, I had I had played it on Xbox 360 back in the day. Uh, okay, okay. It was actually Dead Space, or I played Dead Space on PS Xbox on the on 360 PS3 generation, mm-hmm. and I was I was actually playing the game while while watching the two best friends or super best friends play Dead Space Two. Which which yeah. then which then led 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 me to, uh, Dead Space Aftermath. Oh, the DLC for three, I believe. No, the um, is that one of the movies? That's the movie. Wow, you you really went all in the extended universe of Dead Space. Yeah, because I I. It does a it it's it's it does it does something like. As as Pat and Matt. Uh, mentioned in, in the first in the first part of the of the first part of the LP for Dead Space Two. Mm-hmm. Out of all the game different games that they did like CG films for and all that stuff, like uh, Dragon Age, uh, Dante's Inferno. Yeah, I'm aware. Um, Dragon Age. Didn't they make one for? Uh, was there a Mass Effect animated film? Yeah, the Ma- Mass Effect uh, Paragon Lost. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, because I some- somehow have a copy of it. Yes, indeed. Out of all, out of all the, out of all those they did, the, the Dead Space one was the one that worked was seemed perfect, and it mm. still is perfect because, despite the game coming out in like two thousand eight, mm. it still it still looks like the, the animation looks like it was made in the two thousands. Like not <laughs> not not no offense to them, like the whoever whatever company worked on it. Probably a budget thing. <laughs> yeah, like it looked. It gave. It gave heavy. It gave me heavy. Um, Men in Black: The Animated Series vibes. <laughs> yeah, 
I I hear that. I, shoot, I've seen like screen caps of that animated series, but I've never seen the actual like video of that. Of Men, Ma- Men, Men in Black. Yeah, Men in Black animated series, and that's one where growing up, because I love me some Men in Black. There was a while where like Men in Black Three was like my most anticipated film of the year, or not the year, but like ever. <laughs> Anyway, you're talking about the same kid who walked out of Transformers, the Michael Bay movie, and was like, that's my favorite movie of all time. So I didn't have taste until way later. Um, hey, hey, questionable if I have the, it now. The, the Internet has apparently has taste, too, based on based on those memes. That's true. The if X was released in 2007 meme. <laughs> uh, that That is a very good meme. But yeah, uh, yeah, Dead Space is great. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you're reacquainting yourself with it right on time, too, since the remake's about to get the first trailer tomorrow. R- really? Oh, you didn't see that this morning? <laughs> no. I Yeah. I, because I've yeah. been because I'm excited mm-hmm. for that because like I'm playing the, I'm trying to get through Death Space 1, 2, and 3. To 3 is going to be a nightmare. 3 isn't that bad. It's don't don't think you're going to get scared just coming to it just expecting a a mid-action game and it's a fun mid-action game. No, like I I remember where where I was or I remember like I remember um like the state of mind I was in playing that game when it first came out, I was like, "This is not fun." Oh, and my old co-host on, yeah, my old co-host on DualShock Show, Matt Mobley, always always mentioned that, always brought up that the 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 AI slash cop part partner had actually the better story, like the most compelling story of the entire game. Oh wow. And if you I did know Carl Gervais do a video about this face. Yeah, he did one about the whole franchise. And now that you're talking about it, I'm remembering. Yeah, because I think the whole deal was the co-op partner was hallucinating and he would see things that the player one wouldn't. And so it would be a weird like cat and mouse, like trying to figure things out. And they had side missions exclusively for co-op as well. And there was cool stuff. There was cool stuff. And considering how that. Like considering how the uh, DLC for Dead Space Three ends, which is yes, Dead Space Three bad. That ending is fucking incredible for a horror yeah. franchise. <laughs> yeah. like, like it's not wait, it's not great, but God, it's cool. Can we mention it? Because it, it, I know it's been it's coming up in ten years. I'll I'll say you know what we can mention it because it's it's a decade old game and, and it's also a bad game. <laughs> It's a bad game, but also some of that stuff may not be canon anymore if the, if the the remake does well. True, true. They might just start from the ground up and Resident Evil it. So, okay, so the so Dead Space Three, like the um the Necromorphs are trying to get to Earth, and mm-hmm. Isaac is trying to get there, get back to Earth before them. He arrives too late. Yep. And what was I think it? The, the moon was Necromorph or something. Are you trying Necromorph? No, I think the moon was a necromorph at the beginning of Dead Space 1. Or no, at the beginning of Dead Space 3. And the whole time they're trying to like stop the moon, stop the necromorphs from getting to the moon from the moon to the earth. And then by the end of the DLC, they finally get to Earth. They like go over the moon and like you just see it pop up and like the earth's just fucking red with necromorph. And it's like, oh, it's over. And and yeah. Uh there's like a there's a really great book, like the Italian novels that were done for Dead Space was were really good as well. Like the founder of of Unitology, like his whole thing was on it, like not misinterpreted, but 
reappropriated to to um like he was such a great man no he actually hated he killed he hated he hated uh, necromorphs wound up wanted to eradicate every single one of them noble <laughs> and uh yeah it's, it's weird that uh, a video game that took place that took place in the far future um mm-hmm. it's got ousted or ousted isn't the word but yeah that franchise is gone and it sucks because you know they had all those plans for uh there was apparently a Dead Space 4 that was in super, super early stages where Ellie was supposed to be the main character. Ellie being the love interest from Dead Space 2 and 3. Um, yeah, I, I definitely would have played whatever that fourth game was. It sounded cool. And yeah, we're getting Dead Space. Yeah, I, I just know you didn't see the trailers or you didn't see the announcement of the trailer. So uh, yeah, Dead Space uh, tomorrow at 8 a.m. specific time. Uh, or uh, uh, geez, I got, I got, I got to get, get to bed early this time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't stay up till. Don't wake up at one a.m. and then just stay up this time. Um, but yeah, they're showing the first official look at gameplay. I don't know if that means a gameplay trailer or if it's a breakdown or something. But we're seeing gameplay tomorrow. So. Oh yeah, and also there's coming up sometime this month. There's going to be like a update from Analog. Analog, like the pocket. Yeah, they're 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 having some type of like. A new like new like presentation or something like an analog direct <laughs> i wish like they're in the in the art analog in the analog pocket subreddit like people are there's a post about like what are you hoping to see and i'm just like i just want just i just want to know when my when my analog pocket is getting here god damn it yeah good point it's it's be coming soon i'd imagine but hey i'll I i'll really, say this yeah go ahead i realized that i I placed an order, a pre-order at the beginning of the year. Cancelled it. <laughs> used, the, used the money to help pay for my Steam Deck. Placed another order, and I'm now waiting on that. And I didn't lose a single spot in line. Damn. <laughs> and, and speaking yeah. of Steam Deck, mm-hmm. the, the, the um, order expected, like the delivery expectation or expe- expecting, expected delivery date. Yeah. If you, pu- if you do, place one now, September to December. Yeah, I saw that. Like, I literally <laughs> earlier in this episode, I was like, I might make another order. So, like, if it stays like this, because here's the thing: I just um at my job where where I work, we basically get paid off a percentage. Uh, and for the first three months, I wasn't on that. But even in those first three months, I was like, they're paying me a lot more than the old job. And now that I'm on percentage, I'm getting paid even more than that. So now I'm like, if I just accrue enough money in a short amount of time. I might have enough money to get a second Steam Deck and then sell the first one. I don't know if I'll do that straight up, but I'm thinking about it because I really want that extra storage. <laughs> like I'm thinking, I got plans. I got plans. Yeah, I'm, I don't know because I don't know if I need the antique layer screen, but 256 might be enough for me because even I got a 512 gig card. Even with that card, I'm sitting here like, mm, what if? <laughs> what if I just expanded it more? Uh, but you know, time will tell on that one. It's not something I need, but it's definitely something I want. We'll figure it out. Perhaps I'll just get a terabyte card and call it a fucking day. Um, but yeah, Steam Deck and well, just Steam in general and Dead Space are a match made in heaven. Glad you're reacquainting yourself with that series, and you'll be ready to go for tomorrow when we see gameplay for that next one. I did uh, realize though, mm-hmm. there are certain yeah. things that I, that I forgot that I since I played like I'm I'm getting closer to the part. I mentioned previously where you have to 
break up where you have to break up the the asteroids oh yeah that weird not mini game turret section thing yeah i'm getting close to that section and my god i don't not i'm not happy about that yeah it's it's gonna be rough but hey look on the bright side i'll say this actually i don't know i remember I, there being issues with keyboard and mouse with that section yeah because like I'm, I'm 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 playing on medium as well as opposed to seam deck where i was playing on easy mm-hmm. and i'm actually i'm, I'm doing well so far the only time I've died has been to the, to the um like tiny little like, the 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 uh, like swarm things, the like head crab looking things. Well, they're not head. They're not. They don't look like head crabs. They're head crab sized. Yeah, like things that swarm you and just devour you. You gotta like tap a bunch. Yeah. Well, in that case, you should be. In that case, you should be good to go for all the other threats that come along. Um, there aren't that many extra threats. But at this point in the game, you've seen most of the enemies. <laughs> But hey, it's good. You knew that already because you've played this game before. But yeah, in dude, any case, yeah, I, I, I'm not trying to like extend this episode's length. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Please continue. I remember I got to the part to the part where I have to uh, you have to um get get the thing from, get something from the from the uh, captain's dead body. Mm, okay, yeah, and I remember that, this part. That that truly alien looking um like infector or the reanimator like uh, oh creature. the thing that doesn't die. <laughs> Yeah, the bat looking thing. Yep. As soon as I I I I'd gotten the uh, line rack, mm-hmm. and as soon as that thing showed up, or as soon as as soon as that thing broke out of the glass, just started shooting, like pressing, like just rapidly fr- uh, pressing the right trigger. So that, <laughs> that's one thing I fucking remember from two thousand eight. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you do not want to get caught up in that. Yeah, that's that could be a problem. <laughs> But yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully that doesn't, you know, hopefully don't things don't get too much scarier than that. Uh, but I will. Oh, one thing I wanted to add before I talk about my my next game here. Well, earlier, when we were trying to think of like, oh, what other Stadia exclusives are in trouble because of the Stadia shutdown news? I can't believe I forgot about this. Uh, the game. God, what is it called? Pixel Junk Survivors. I believe from the from the guys who made all the Pixel Junk games, you know, Pixel Junk Racers, Pixel Junk, all that stuff. Uh, I'm trying to look it up. I have an article from uh, Axios right here. Uh, Pixel Junk Raiders, that's the name. It released in March 2021 uh, as an exclusive for Stadia and only on Stadia. It wasn't anywhere else. And now that service is getting shut down. So that was a question of can, where can we get this? They are now actively now trying to find a publisher to pull it to a... <laughs> Excuse me, a different platform. This thing wasn't even on PC. So yeah, it's a damn shame I'm that this happened it to them. On PlayStation. Honestly, yeah, because Q Games usually has a really good relationship with PlayStation, and even when they aren't working with PlayStation, they're able to have a good enough relationship. In the case of the Tomorrow Children, which is that little Russian Soviet nesting doll, nesting doll looking game, uh, Sony owned the IP for that one, but they were able to buy it back from Sony and now release it now in, on PS4. But Pixel Junk Raiders might be SOL. If they can't find a publisher or something or work out some type of deal to get that game somewhere else before January, it's not looking great. Uh, And it sucks because we're at the end of the year. Like, all publishers and everything are worried about releasing games in the fall season right now. And I'm sure some some of them are making deals and whatnot, but if you're someone like Q Games, now you have to rush and do all this stuff before Christmas. And you didn't you have such little runway to get this thing done. It's a it's a damn shame, man. It's a damn shame. So I just wanted to point that out 
Pixel Junk Raiders. That is an exclusive to Stadia. If you didn't claim it on Pro when it was on Pro, and if you didn't buy it earlier, you can't play it now. So there's really no reason to bring this up. But yeah, I played a little bit of Raiders. It was um, it was interesting. I'll say that much. Uh, but anyway, the next game I want to talk about, the last game. Well, actually, is this the last game for the segment? Penultimate. Nah. Yeah, the penultimate. Thank you. Um, the, the game I want to talk about is the one, the only, Elden Ring. Um, I've been playing Elden Ring. Where did I? Yeah, I, I, I prepare. <laughs> I have many times already. Uh, yeah, uh, bought Elden Ring on Steam. It was, I think I had a coupon, so I got it for like just under 50. I think I got it for like 46 or something. Anyway, bought it, downloaded it, been playing it on Steam Deck. It's a it's a fucking souls like that's all I can tell you and it 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 betrayed me because when I first played it I you, you know when you first open up Elden Ring a lot of people out there have played Elden Ring at this point they I'm give not you Oh well then in that case I'll tell you they have a tutorial section that is optional you can either go into the little underground dungeon tutorial cave or you can just immediately go out into the open world I opted to do the I opted for the tutorial because I was like, I don't trust myself. Uh, sure, I'm sure I'll pick up things, but I want to give me the training wheels for a little bit. Let me tell you, I wrecked that tutorial. <laughs> I I just got right up in there, killed every enemy. I barely lost health. I didn't die once throughout the entire tutorial. They give you a couple basic enemies, and I already knew a couple things from the Souls series of like, oh, if you get behind them, you can do an instant slash that takes away a lot of health. Uh, you know, so I was already sneaking up on people doing that. And then they give you a boss fight. I think I got hit three times in that whole boss fight. Did not die. Slashed the guy down. And I won. And I felt really good about myself. I'm like, damn, I'm I'm already good at this game. Like, what if I don't need, you know, the training wheels? Let's Let's get out here. Ow. <laughs> I did so, I did see your tweet about um how the game has been treating you. Yeah, yeah. I I put out a tweet and was like, all this game has done so far is tell me I ain't got no bitches and jump me a bunch. <laughs> and that is accurate. Literally, the first character, as soon as I go out into the open world, the first character I see is like, unfortunately, you're maidenless. And I'm like, oh great. <laughs> and then two times I got jumped. There's this one cave in the opening area. Where I had to fight through a couple guys to get to this cave. So I finally get to the cave. There's a side of grace at the entrance. So I'm like, great. Walk into the cave. It's like, I see like three wolves. And I'm like, okay, three wolves isn't bad. I can kill, I can kill some wolves. There's like sheer deer and stuff that's running around that I've been able to hit in one hit. The wolves, there's two different types of wolves in this caves. One wolf that is pretty resilient and takes a lot of hits to take down. And then smaller wolves that take like maybe two or three hits. I got swamped by like four of them. Because as soon as I went to swipe at one, that all of them turned towards me and they all want my blood. So I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. So I try to snipe it. I try to like do a jump attack on one wolf and that takes them down. But then I still got four more wolves coming at me because <clears throat> when I walk in, the room only has three wolves. But then there's like two hiding behind the corner that I didn't know about. And so I sat there dying repeatedly for I had already been playing a game about 30 minutes at this point. There's probably 20 minutes after that of just spawning back at the side of grace, getting my souls, dying to wolves, spawning back, getting my souls, 
so on and so forth. I don't think they called them souls anymore. I think they're called like ring fragments or whatever. Anyway, die a bunch of these wolves. And I'm like, you know what? This is too much because I'm really good at one-on-one. Give me one-on-one. I have to learn the patterns, all that stuff. Great. I can figure that out. You want a swarm of wolves on me, and I don't know which one's going to attack first, and I don't know when to dodge. I don't know when to block. I don't know any of that. It's going to be difficult. And sure enough, it was difficult. So I jumped out of that cave, and I said, all right, let me just go deeper into the open world. There's like this fallen castle little environment where people are patrolling. Let me just sneak up behind some of these guys and do it to them. So I kill a couple of those guys, and then there's this one guy who refuses to turn his back. His walking cycle is in a way where he doesn't turn his back to me at all. So it was a couple times where I get up to him and I'm like, all right, I'm going to run up and like slash at him before he can do anything. And every time without fail, before I have a chance to get close to him, he pulls out a horn, like this big ass bugle horn, blows it. And every enemy in like a 10 mile radius (laughs) just comes to me. And that's where that screenshot's from uh, on Twitter. There's just, you don't see my character in it because my character has already evaporated and died. There are literally 12 enemies <laughs> on my corpse just swinging. And I was just like, God damn, there's no way to win. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, so long story short, that's where I'm at in Elden Ring. Um, <laughs> I haven't been able to get past that section. I do want to get back to it. In fact, I, I got to get my hair done today, so I'm not going to be playing too many games here today. But I do want to boot up Elden Ring on my actual PC to see if it runs better because on Steam Deck, I you said you don't care about frame rate. I do. Um, I've been trying to get it to run at 60 and in cutscenes and such it will. But as soon as you get into the open world, you're fluctuating between like high 30s and low 50s. So I'm probably going to set it at a good 40 hertz and just like leave it there and hopefully it stays. But yeah, this game... I can see the potential. I can see what I can. I can see the hook. I can see that. Oh, I, I'm eventually going to pass these barriers. I'm eventually going to get through these wolves or get through these knights that are ganging up on me. I can see the progress that can be made. But man, it is just instantly assaulting. As someone who the only Souls like game that I even like at all is uh, the Surge. This is not the Surge. <laughs> And also, I think I fucked myself over because the I chose a uh, my starting class is the prophet and they get a spear and a sphere and a spear is great for one enemy because you're poking them. But for a bunch of enemies, I can't like swing the spear around in a circle like I, there's no crowd control abilities with this thing. So I'm kind of SOL and I'm hoping that I can just find somewhere to progress that isn't going to be so difficult so that I can come back to those other areas and wipe the floor with them maybe. Um, that's what people tell me is the experience of this game where you progress and then you come back and now it's easier. Uh, that's the case for all the Soulsborne games. So if that's the case here, I want that, but it's going to be a while before I can get that. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's where I'm at in Elden Ring. Uh, like I said, I played about an hour, half of that hour was getting my shit kicked in. Uh, so yeah, I'll let you know if I enjoy it at some point, (laughs) not saying I don't enjoy it now, but it is definitely more frustration than pleasure right now. It is what it is. Uh, any questions on uh, Elden Ring, or are we ready to get into this last game? Uh, I'm I'm glad that um, I was about to say Kamiya, but that's, that's that you're you're waiting for something different from him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> are you thinking of uh, mi, mi, 
Is it Miyazaki? Miyazaki. Yes. I'm, I'm glad he got to make another game with a poison swamp area. <laughs> Pretty sure all his games are just going to have poison strokes. Poison swamps for the rest of eternity. I think and that's just how we expect things. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't think George R. R. Martin knows what he got, what he's, what he's done with all the, with the with the story with that with that game, yeah. like in the, in the, with what, what the fandom, what the the Dark Souls fandom does with, with the characters from those games, like all the deep, the deep, uh, like look like, in, what's the word? The deep uh, dives in the character, the characters. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I guess we'll see what comes of this, but yeah. I mean, aren't they? They're making another game pretty soon. I want to say, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, we'll see what happens with them later on. Um, hopefully, I feel like this is the most welcoming a Souls-like game from them we'll ever get. So I better learn to enjoy this. But goddamn, man, <laughs> even even saying that, it's like fuck. <laughs> I am just... getting my shit worked. Just wait till you get to, to um, Demon Souls. Oh, man. I, I might try. I mean, uh, we were talking about this on a Spoonful podcast a while ago. They were telling me the best one that I should probably start with as someone who likes the intense combat of something like Doom Eternal. I should start with Sekiro. Yeah. And yeah, that, that I, actually is a good that would be a good place to start. Oh, wow. You, OK. Like if, if if you decide to go to uh, Demon Souls, like the remake. Mm hmm. Play Dead. Uh, play Dark Souls One, or Dark yes. Souls. Dark Souls. Um, remastered. Yeah, I think I actually I own Dark Souls One on PS4. I picked up a while ago, expecting to play it before Elden Ring, and I just never got around to it. So I said, "Fuck it, I gotta, I gotta at least try Elden Ring before we get into Game of the Year." And Josh is the only one who's played it. <laughs> I don't want that to be the case. So, uh, uh, yeah. Okay, so um, I got stuff going on here that I gotta get to. So. I'll quickly just say, um, I've been, I went back to Skyrim because I've been seeing a lot of great memes of uh, people of people of uh, British slash Irish um, sitcom characters rotoscoped into the world. <laughs> I I've never seen these memes. That's fucking obscure, but I love it. So there's um there's there's I think I've brought it up before, but there's a TV show called or there was a TV show called Father Ted. Ooh, uh, was this on Adult Swim? No, no, it was it was on ITV in in Ireland. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, different thing. Go ahead. <laughs> and there, it's like you know the you know the um the GIF of uh, what's the name from uh, or John Travolta like doing the the thing from the Tarantino flick he's in, where he's just like, what's what's going on? Where am I? Oh, like the bit. Like the um, shoot. Like what? What's going on? What? Where am I? Oh yeah, the meme. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a it's something like that with uh, with this. Like if you if you check. Hmm. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, I'm checking the link right here. Shoot the whoop the. Oh, it's in general. My B. Oops. Loading the Skyrim set. Oh. <laughs> You just so you popped into an old save and you're like, what is any of this? No, no, I was I I got these um these showed up in my recommended things on YouTube, like what like the the one in like when the Dragonborn tries to join the Stormcloaks, and it's oh. I, and it's like 
taking the clip from Father Ted where the, he he everyone thinks he's a racist. <laughs> and like, good God, especially that clip because the way that the like the character that says, "I hear you're a racist now, Father." <laughs> the way he he's actually in the, in the in the episode, he's standing behind a fence, and like a, like a one fence in the in the video, he's standing behind a like a like a stone fence. Or a stone wall. Oh no! <laughs> and it's it's just perfect. And because of that clip, I didn't I didn't realize that the storm cloaks are racist. Yeah, I, that that completely went over my head because I just I didn't didn't know. So I I'm now playing as a um. I'm I'm gonna join the Imperials. There you go. Better imperialist than a racist. <laughs> yeah, which may be the same thing, but we're not gonna get into that. Uh, I and think the best part about the um, like there's there's another, there's another another Father Ted one where it's Ted tr- trying to take the Good Springs route, the quick the, the Good Springs shortcut to New Vegas, and anyone who's played New, New Vegas, including you, Emmett, you know yeah. that that you you don't go you don't take you don't take the uh, shortcut. That's true. Yeah, unless you really like bugs. Yeah, and it's uh, and the bit that's used in for that clip is. One of the one of the best parts of Father Ted. So <laughs> let's wrap yeah. this up. Excellent, excellent. So yeah, good thing. Skyrim's a great game, but yeah, let's go ahead and get to the housekeeping. So we're not here too long. I know you got something to do. So let's go ahead and talk about this housekeeping stuff. As I struggle through my words. Um, <clears throat> first thing I'll shout out is the game room, uh, a hub warp resurrecting. This is from VG.TV from a little while ago. This is the feature that we talked about earlier from Josh. So if you want to get some nostalgia there, go ahead and check that out. Also, that Ouya review that we mentioned earlier, you can check that out on the archived version of the old VGU.TV as well. Uh, as far as things that are more recent, uh, the Multiverses roster showdown. Uh, the fifth match is going on right now, and it is between the Infragnable... Ah, uh, God, what's his name? I remember it's the Infrag- Infragable or something. The Purple Hulk guy from that one Cartoon Network show. Uh, oh, I pulled it up. The Infragable Hulk Crunk versus Monkey from Doll M for Monkey. Once again, love how obscure these fights are. Uh, I already made my vote, so go ahead and click that article, read the arguments, and make your own vote as well. So yeah, looking forward to that one. We also have Roundtable. Oh, please. The upcoming one, the upcoming weeks, like week six one, is 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 a, is a doozy. And when we do when we do next the next up like next next week's episode. I have a, I have a funny thing like a funny family thing I can say about that. Ooh, all right, I like it. I like it. Well, stay tuned it, for that one. It's not a it's not a solo match. Uh, it's, all, it's all I'll say about it, the next the upcoming the next one. <laughs> I like it. I like it already. Can't wait for that. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to that one. Uh, we also still have that roundtable up about movies based on games that we enjoyed. So go ahead and check that out that one is very shocking i did not realize the friday the 13th image is the one where he punches that guy's head off i totally missed that and then i caught it and i'm like oh shit that's that that's a very particularly unsettling kill um and also uh i'm gonna replace this link later but the newest episode of spoonful should be up by the time you're listening to this and it is us talking about two things the fact that mario my co-host for that show he's going to college and it's very exciting and we're very happy and we talk about that whole process and Wait, how old yeah. is Mario? He's about my age. He's maybe a year younger. So he's like maybe I, 25 or 6. He, he, 
he looks like a baby. <laughs> He's very young. Is that what you're about to say? Yeah, I, I thought he, I thought he was older. Oh, really? Nah. He. he, he I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I remember when, I remember when kind of funny prom happened. So kind of funny prom was like five years ago at this point. When that happened, I remember he wasn't old enough to drink yet. <laughs> oh. And oh, people I... were trying to like sneak him in. I, I found out something that I had to inform the kind of funny uh, Facebook group of. Uh oh, was it something bad? Unfortunately, it, nothing oh, no. like nothing like drama related. The okay. national aerobics theme is no longer on Spotify. Oh, <laughs> yeah, That's it, was, it, it was a ton of it was a ton of like the sad reacts. Oh, want want want. Well, hey, hopefully someone has copied it and put it on YouTube by now because that needs to live on. It has to be on YouTube because everything. It is. It is. All right, thank God. And YouTube not, Music, what's up? And if not, there's a Key and Feel sketch or a sketch. Yay! There we go. It will live on. Uh, so yeah, if you want to hear us uh, on Spoonful this week, talk about uh, Mario going to college, and also a little bit of Steam Deck stuff because we recorded this shortly before he got a Steam Deck. I think the night before he did. Uh, then go ahead and check out that episode. It is a good one. Uh, and that's all we got for today, folks. Thank y'all all for listening. Thank y'all all for watching. Al, thank you once again for hopping on with me. No problem. Is is literally a highlight of my week. Hell yeah. Love to hear it. Uh, and we'll give you another highlight in a week's time. But we're going to get out of here right now. Uh, I'm going to... God, I got to get my hair done in like an hour. Exactly. So gotta, I'm just going to... I got to try on these new shoes. Okay. Well, I'm going to let you get to your shoes and I'm going to let me get to trying out a little bit more Elden Ring before I get whisked away into a place of follicle pain. Um, so with that being said, thank y'all all for listening. Thank y'all for watching once again. Uh, and we will see you in the next episode. As I always say, keep it real, keep it true, and play on player. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>